Hi there, and welcome to Nomad Gaming's first ever podcast series called Climbing the Ranks. Join the crew from Nomad Gaming's former competitive Xbox team as they delve deeper into the world of Rainbow Six Siege and the esports industry at large. Join us in sharing our passion for gaming. Thank you, and enjoy. All right, so let's just get into it then, because we have a lot of R6 to talk about, that's for sure. Yeah, let's uh, quickly reintroduce ourselves, though, starting with our main man on the uh, screen share, Mr. Gojira. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's me, you know, Gojira, that's it. Also referred to him as Zek, Steber. Do that, you know. Maybe I don't want people to know my name, I don't know. Yeah, so, hey, is there any uh, games that you're currently playing? Other than, like, any, like, various multiplayer games with friends? No. <laughs> Man of yeah, I, think we're all right playing, I think we're all playing the same games, right now, except for maybe Yeti. The only game I remember ever playing since I came back is Cold War. <laughs> and Sea of Thieves. And Sea of Thieves. That's it. Do you know there's a uh, Easter egg in Cold War? Oh, don't even talk. To oh, us. I don't know. Come it seems on. like I've done all of them, maybe three times each this week Doubt alone. It. Bet. Check stream. Check stream. Lip or it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. Just go to Nick, <laughs> Nick and Brett stream. You'll see. The receipts. The receipts are there. The receipts are there. <laughs> I also right, clutched Ed. three times on Firebase. I am sorry. I didn't capture Firebase. that though. My stream died. Sadly. It was some ass-clenching moments. <laughs> Old yeah. Cold War. Cold War and Sea of Thieves has been heavily part of our diet in gaming. Arc in the uh, future. Once it yeah, downloads. So, Brett, Mr. Tree Bear. Hello. I believe you have also been playing various games. Yeah, I've been kind of just trying to find games lately so yeah sea thieves like we said cod apex PUBG, whatever is the flavor of the month you know mm-hmm. you haven't really been playing any uh single player games either hey uh, a little bit of fallen order it came on sale so i was like you know what probably oh, should play a little bit of that. that uh a couple of racing games but that's about it so Understandable. Yeah, so that's that's the gist. All on Xbox. Rip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay, it happens. Slowly but surely. All right. Nice. Uh, just uh, punch your mic. Just yeah. Boom. Hit the hit it. <laughs> All right, Mister Yeti, calf. Yeah. What have you been up to, buddy? Playing any play? Uh, playing many multiplayer games. Focusing on some single player games. What's going on? Uh, so I've been replaying skyrim uh playing back through it trying to go through like a different uh kind of role the first time i played through it i was like the the brute force guy like just going and start slashing people um but i'm trying to play it more of a sneaky you know little stealthy oh, way are you playing yeah. a stealth archer pretty much <laughs> um <laughs> and then oh i've been dabbling in uh, overwatch just started this week that's right kind of yeah. bad at it but you know Having a good time. He's a he's a Winston man for all you Overwatchers. <laughs> Wait, Brett, you told me about this. Yeah, man. He was, was so. I was it watching was so it bad. stream. 
Yeah, I was watching Yeti's stream, and he's like, oh, I don't coaching. know what this guy does. And, and his brother's like, oh, well, you should probably get a little bit close. So Yeti thought he was close enough and started using his gun. He's like, this gun's kind of crap. And then he got closer. Oh, okay, it's kind of good if you're close. <laughs> Super OP up close. Yeah. He's like, ah, I get it now. I get it. Okay. <laughs> the Winston Maine. Yeah. Okay. Overwatch yeah. is fun. Nice. How about you, Pants? What have you been playing? <laughs> I have been playing a lot. <laughs> I've been playing <laughs> yeah. so much. I was recently, this past month, uh, February, I was on that grind, as you guys know, for <laughs> 100K gamer score on the Xbox. Mm -hmm. So I was just trying to greedily get my hands on any game Claps that I in could the chat. play. <laughs> He did achieve yeah, it, by the way, chat. So he did, did get yes, it. I did it. I did hit it. Made it. Yeti was there for it. I think he's the only one <laughs> that saw it happen. <laughs> as well as playing Crisis 3. <laughs> he just got a random ass achievement for like throwing 10 barrels at somebody or some shit like that. Did you not, uh, <laughs> did you not put it on the TikTok pots? Ooh, plug time. Ooh. <laughs> no by the way. Do you know Maggie? Yeah, by the way. We have TikTok. We also have many other things that we do not use, but follow us on TikTok at the Nomad Gaming. <laughs> I've been working very hard on it, you know? Yeah, Ponce has been putting some good shit on there. It's been fun. It's been fun to see that shit. Yeah, I've been trying. Hey, uh, that's a PSA to the rest of you fools here. You get more content so I can upload it. <laughs> hey, man. I did a clip it's drop. Easy. It's easy. Just get content, dude. Hey, man. This week's been full of content. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Anyway. Oh, uh, yeah. A plethora of single-player games. I beat Jedi Fallen Order. I beat... Uh, shit, what was it? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a plethora of games, guys. Just, just many games. We finished Master you know. Chief. Oh, yeah, that's right. Brad and I finished our co-op playthrough of getting him up to date on the Halo series. Minus Halo 5. I haven't yeah, he says yet. he's not doing 5. <laughs> no, no, Steve said. I'm pretty sure Steve said. He's like, uh... I'm not fond back, of the warden. And plus, the game's like 98 gigs. So... Yeah. That's the last <laughs> I want to play. Anytime soon. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a lot of... We've been playing oh, a lot like... of games. I guess if I wanted to put in real fast too on myself, so uh, I'm in the middle of a playthrough of uh, Stalker, Shadow of Chernobyl, and you know, the little laptop PC. And also, I'm still doing. I'm still trying to beat Greedfall, a game that I bought like three months ago. <laughs> it's just been. I'll play it for like an hour, two hours, and I'm like, yeah. Let's see what's that? Let's see what else is out there. Sounds like me watching anime. Oh, yeah, I'll watch for a couple of days. Oh, let's find something else. Oh, we'll go back to this. Oh, well. That's the dangerous part of it, Brett. Stuck in the wormhole. Mm -hmm. To be fair, Yeti still has to watch Attack on Titan, but... Yes, I do. Uh, he says he doesn't like it. It's fine, bro. You don't have to <laughs> like it. It's an acquired taste, I think. Yeah, so that means he has to watch it. <laughs> all right anyways i think i think it settles everything about what we're we've been up to ever since our last uh podcast uh session 
Mm-hmm. And you know everything about our personal lives because we don't do anything other than that. Except for Yeti. Yeti goes to watch UFC or something. <laughs> <laughs> even then, he didn't even know what was going on. It was crazy. No. It's like, yeah, they're just fucking fighting each other, punching each other in the mouth. Yeah, bro. Yo, why the hell is Midget coming in? <laughs> He's got a steel chair. Watch out, watch out, watch out. <laughs> I'm sport, but all right. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and Siege. pro bono too, real quick before we move on, is we all stream on Twitch at various times. Uh, Stevers is uh, twitch.tv slash the uh, Goji, right? The Goji. Yeah. T H E E. And then Gojira minus the R. Yep. Because of copyright reasons. Yep. Uh, Brett's at <laughs> Tree Bear 4P. Uh, Yeti is simply Yeti underscore NMG like a scrub. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's just representing, bro. He's yeah, representing. that's right. That's right. He's just representing. All right. I resend, <laughs> I resend my comment. And I'm over on same platform of Twitch at Pants Jr. Yeah, we don't really expand, do we? we we're all on Twitch. We're a bunch of mm-hmm. goons. Well, Steve tried Mixer for a while, and you see how that worked out. Mm, yes. I was doing pretty yes. good, actually, okay? <laughs> Mixer was going good for him, and then all of a sudden... Mixer no longer hey, exists. <laughs> Bro. Alright, so fellas, let's jump into the crazy world of Rainbow Six Siege and everything that just happened in the past month. Hmm. All right, so what are we talking about first, Ponce? Uh, I believe, Steve, uh, you have the links, right? So, yeah, this motherfucker. With, yeah, they revealed the new operator, which is Flores, an attacker. Uh, he has an explosive drone, not exactly like an R uh, RCXD or whatever it was in uh, Call of Duty. Show a little clip. Yeah, definitely not as fast. <laughs> Here it is. Yeah, but it can still get uh, it can get some verticality because it can yeah, have the yeah. ability to stick to services if I remember right. Yeah, yeah. So that's a nifty little gadget to introduce into the whole meta of things. Hopefully to shift uh, shift the balance a little bit. It's kind of he's been a common the... theme too. Sorry, Brett. Yeah, he's also got the AR uh, something or other. I don't remember what. Yeah. Oh, yeah he's... He's got, well, he's got the AR. The, oh, yeah, the AR-33. AR. I don't remember what... What is the... 33? AR-33. That's yeah, right. Thatcher's the only other one that has it, and then Blackbeard's the only one that has the SR. Which is also getting nerfed, so... <laughs> yeah, I think Flora's <laughs> accidentally nerfed Blackbeard. <laughs> like, ah, oh, this this is going to be really powerful. We need, to, we need to bump this DMR down. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Blackbeard's got it? Ah, whatever. We'll, we'll fucking do it anyway. We'll... Fuck Blackbeard, right? Okay. Yes. Uh, I have not tested him at all. I I never got around to downloading the test server. It was just too much space. I would have been gone from my laptop. Yeah. I don't know. Yeti, were you able to play him a little bit? Yeah. Uh, no. Now I've been so busy with other stuff. Nice. Yeah, it's understandable. Nice. We have so no intel. Have... Yeah. None yeah, of no us intel. have played him. So all we got to work on is things that we've seen on various live streams and reveal trailers. He looks like but... he'll be fun, though. I don't think he'll be a central. I think he'll just be fun. Yeah, I think he's skating the edge, like leaning towards like as a common pick. 
it's just his kit doesn't really offer too much. I think is. The I mean, yeah, thing. it's like how many does he have? He has two, two drones, or is it three? I believe initially he had. Oh goodness, I'd have to check again. But I think initially on his uh, like pre-patch release, it was three. But I okay. think they toned it down to two. I want to yeah, say don't hold which makes sense. I mean, twi- Twitch but, drones are only have two, so. Yeah, and like the main thing too was he also I believe didn't he get regular drones too? I couldn't. Tell oh you. really? I didn't know that. Maybe if that Maybe. if he does, that's gonna be kind of. That's a lot of that's drones. Right, yeah. Like that's, that's just a, a lot. Because I think another thing they start to implement is because of the he's in the same boat as Twitch, where his gadget or tool is his drone, right? Mm-hmm. So I think they made it so that Twitch now gets at the start of a round a regular drone to drive around. Oh, okay. So it might be in the same vein as that, where Flores uh, initially starts off with a regular drone, and then he can use his uh, gadgets. Yeah, that that'd probably be a good idea, you know, of having just a little yeah, explosive just... drone driving around. Yeah, that could, yeah, that, that could I'd, really I'd fuck shit up. That. I would see that. Uh, also, another thing too, as you saw in that little uh, clip that uh, Goji played, it was the new map that they're introducing is actually a rework of Border. It looks really nice. It looks really nice. All of the new attachments that they've made, like the stairs on the uh, on the border side, uh, it just looks nice. I think it looks really good. That's, that's like the only thing I saw. Like that's the only thing I was like, oh, there's stairs there now. That's so yeah, good. That one balcony that was always that one balcony. Yeah. Of. Oh, yeah. and also Honestly, in the video from right here, they extended the hallway to cover the three soft walls. Oh yeah, right. the office, the mm-hmm. office space. I think honestly, that's there's a lot of rotating so much easier, uh, and even uh, behind where they showed Flores' little abilities right there, mm-hmm. there uh, there's like a catwalk area now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think right. Yeah, it'll so, be fun for sure. I think it's good I quality think... of life changes. I'm just curious to see how much that actually changes how Borders played though. I don't think it'll be changed a lot. Yeah, I think that's inherently an issue. (laughs) Like there'll be new angles and stuff, but I don't think it won't change too much how how you have to unless they order. Unless they take bomb sites, like if they did what they did with cafe, and they added a bomb site here and maybe reworked one of the bomb sites. I haven't really seen inside the thing, so I don't know how much it changed. It says they took the second. Or archives bomb site and then extended it into the offices. Oh, geez, okay, that's a bit of a, di- a bit of yeah, an addition. Um, so, which is pretty nice because like, that was a cramped uh, little room in there. Yeah, I'm trying to think. It like it felt more like uh, you know the invitational map how they had uh, shoot what was it the coastline service entrance. Mm-hmm. It has more of that feel from what I've seen. Okay. Because, you know, uh, I believe the door of archives that leads from, like, ventilation. Oh, yeah. That, apparently, they removed the ventilation unit, I think. <laughs> okay. You can't hide. Right. You can't hide back there. Uh, but 
you can still like plant and do stuff in that little like L. It's like an L shape now, essentially. That's that's what I was looking for. Similar to how the service entrance is an L shaped room that you can plant in. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, and then there's obviously some decent verticality in order to hold it mm-hmm. from below. So good changes overall. Uh, I I didn't like didn't rework on uh how I would remember the border map or or rework. So I don't remember too much about smaller changes. Yeah, I think customs was it that supply room? They moved the like stocks area out a bit so that you can get an angle directly to the window from like bottom metal stairs or something. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. So there's no there's no like true safety <clears throat> planting from the window. Like you'll have an angle open from somewhere. Mm-hmm. I uh, see. Same thing, okay. Same thing with sandwich actually too on uh, armory, where they extend they like put a middle storage cabinet I think from the window so you can like safely cross uh, without getting shot from the window directly. AKA solving that problem of trying to rotate when you're cut off. Mm. Yeah, we'll have to see what yeah. what happens because it looks like it'll still be it'll still be fun, but it's just a bit different. Uh, I, I don't think it'll be much more different. People will be like, "Oh, well, I recognize everything pretty much." Yeah, so. it's not as drastic as the change as cafe. I think. Yeah, cafe yeah. canal. Like as much as you know, we can have our opinions on cafe at various times. It's just cafe is honestly one of the best reworks, in my opinion. Just like the simplicity yeah. of the design that they went with, and the extensions they added, makes it a viable map. Mm-hmm. Full show. Uh, but yeah, right. so I believe next is like the down and dirty wow. designer pre uh, pre notes, right? We got the oh, we got the secondary. secondary. Oh shit! My the gone. The gone. 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 Sixth. <laughs> this Modern is what we get from the planet. We forget forget everything that is revealed initially. Modern day hand cannon. This thing is set the Xbox world on fire because they took Dokubi's CZ7 away. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that when we see those pre notes. Uh, yeah, just the new secondary. Weapon for destroying bulletproof items. I like it. I think it'll be a really helpful tool. Uh, I don't I, know I don't how know. many I just... shots. I think you only get one. Yes, that that's that's where I'm kind of having a little issue with it. Honestly, it's just the one shot. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Having it's just to clear stuff out. I mean. Yeah, but certain secondaries. You could take Frags or you could take Zofia or Ash. And they have three shots and two and versus it expands, I got rid of my it secondary. It expands what you can take on attack because it's been so rigid. I mean, true, but I I believe it's going to be put in the same vein as like the hard breach tool. It'll be kind mm-hmm. of more a niche brain. Yeah. I like it. I think that's perfectly fine if people want to be niche, they could be niche. Otherwise, they can be boring and bland and stick with the same stuff they've always gone with. And 
thing. Probably get slapped by somebody who's better than at it. But that's the other thing. Who are the operators that are getting it? Because I know Lion's getting out. it. Okabe's getting it. Inca's getting it. So these are operators that are like, we don't want to play them. The only one also, that I can see is Finca or Dokabe. The one thing that I will say is I think since they put it on there, I think they're trying to slow down those operators. Like if you pick a Finca, you pick a Lion, you pick a Dokabe, you're more likely trying to kind of pick up the pace, right? You're trying to go, okay, we have all these operators. We can just kind of push wherever we need to. Maybe they're mm -hmm. trying to make it a little bit more strategic with those. That's why they're giving them this weapon. It's like, okay, maybe we need to save just a little bit so we can get this gun off and whatever. So that's that's just my opinion at the moment. To bounce off of that, though, now that you brought it up, you got me thinking was, what if it has the an inadvertive uh, effect where, you know, you said they're trying to slow it down, right? What if it goes too far in slowing down the attacking team then, where they're just like, all right, we really need these uh, secondary gadgets or weapons available to us in the late game. So then eventually you got teams trying to roam clear, and they take, like, say, a minute plus over, like, yeah, a minute plus to, like, secure areas, make sure no one dies in the process. And to be uh, fairness, the defense doesn't need to have any roamers if they simply know that the attacking team takes so slow. Uh, just uh, trying to protect the gun six might be a detriment that we might see in lower tier play, is what I'm trying to say. One thing I will say to that counterpoint is like, this season has been a lot less defender sided, right? I mean, they did a lot of changes in Jaeger, Wumai, changed around shields and stuff. So it, I feel like attackers are already starting to pick up the pace a lot anyway. So I don't think it'll be that drastic of a change if if it goes the direction you you think it will. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't think what, it'll change pacing a ton, just a tiny bit. What I was saying there too is it's probably going to be the more inexperienced teams that we will see this issue happen with. Yeah, and they with probably the just won't prioritize that gadget alone or sorry God, see, i keep thinking it's like a gadget it's more of a yeah. weapon <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah i think that's something we're going to see happening from the lower tier teams who are least experienced they don't have the confidence and player abilities for certain people and stuff like that well yeah the lower tier are just going to do what goji was suggesting right and just bring the regular ash sophia whoever else you know the just the standard lineups they'll just refer back to that well i don't think it'll but only I just think... be them i think the pro league will also no, yeah, there might no be i think people teams. i think there'll yeah. be people that actually find a way with this thing because so i think it'll be good in the right hands they're probably not going to bring a lion they're probably i've only seen lat latam bring i was about to, I was about to say that i was like this might be good in latam <laughs> yeah but the, but they have the lmg maybe and i mean if you run out of ammo in the LMG and you need to switch to a secondary, you're not killing anyone with this thing. And you're not reloading you're fast enough. You're running out of bullets with an LMG, you have a problem. In your have you seen Latam play, Finca, bro? <laughs> they, they spray, they use that LMG. They use every bullet of that LMG. 
They spray everything. That's more indicative of Latin American style, though, too, is pre-firing. Yeah, pre-firing is a much easier concept for them to do, where they're just like, all right, just shoot the shit, shoot the shit, shoot the shit. Just keep shooting, just keep shooting. So, yeah, it just comes down to now you've lost a second weapon that you can use if you run out of ammo or if you miscount or forget how much ammo you have. And then you go thinking that you have, you know, a secondary weapon you can use, and then you pull this thing out, and you can't do anything. So you're saying you'd rather use a regular secondary than take this? Yes. See, I, I, I disagree on that, just because it is, like, like even Ponce is saying, a gadget, right? It is a gadget, technically. Mm-hmm. It's gonna destroy such shit. A weird, yeah, it's such a weird. But it's so only one I shot, and then the thing comes. Are they gonna use something that you can use this against? And that's that's part of the game, though. Too is can't it destroys this shields? Is more, this it? is getting to theory mm-hmm. crafting now, too. To be fair, we've been theory crafting. This is like all right. So, <laughs> cost pros cons <laughs> benefits. Yeah, because it's it's only one shot. Like I said, versus an Ash who has three and two weapons you know yeah i think i think we're getting stuck on it a little too much nah <laughs> yeah, do you have nah. anything yeah i i think i agree with goji the most if i was gonna mm-hmm. bring something to clear utility i would just bring an ash or zofia or frag grenades um I really, I really don't have a problem with it either way. The problem that I have is that they take away the pistols and stuff like that. Yeah, so I think it should just certain, be an extra certain option. Secondaries for certain right. operators, not yeah. overall all of them, just certain ones. Just certain ones, right? So, I don't think they should take guns away. I think they should just add this as a third option or whatever. But because there are different people that like different, you know, pistols and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I went through a phase where I liked the C seventy five a lot and. <laughs> went through a phase where I didn't like it, so removing that option, I think, you know. I, I like your middle ground, too, right there, Yeti. Speaking of that, is just adding it as another option, not taking away anything. Yeah. I think that's the issue I have with it, too. I like the fact that, that yeah. it, it removes options that previously existed for quote-unquote years. <laughs> I don't mind that. But also, there'd be the thing of, oh, why does this one have three weapons and this one has mm-hmm. two weapons and this one has one weapon? And it's like, yeah. well, it's like uh, when people complained about Thatcher in his image for the longest time having the shotgun, but his loadout didn't have the <laughs> shotgun for the longest time. Yeah. And eventually, Ubisoft was like, "All right, fine." Okay, fine. <laughs> Here's a goddamn shotgun. Nobody's gonna use it. And then people are using it and be like, ah, okay. All right. Is there anything else on this page too, Steve? Oh. Oh, match replay beta. Oh, I see. Wasn't this only? It's finally coming out. (laughs) I think this was a test server only thing. Yeah, it's the beta. They're still. So just being able to replay your matches. Nothing. Uh. From all angles. So basically mm-hmm. spectator mode after your game. Yeah. Full full access spectator mode. Mm-hmm. I hope they release this heckin' soon. <laughs> probably not. It'll probably the be only thing, 
I think this is only going to be indicative of content creators and pro play. Like, that's it. Like, ranked mm-hmm. probably aren't going to use it. Casuals Montages. probably not going to use it. <laughs> yeah, montage, I guess. It's just like, yeah. it's a good thing to have. Like, I like that they're putting it in. It's just not everybody's going to use it. So, I don't know. Exactly. So, like, its existence is not really a detri- detriment. Except for, I guess, pro yeah. teams who are trying to hide shit. But it doesn't really matter, dude. People are going to figure out, anyways, what you're doing. If you're a pro team, team trying to hide shit, and it's not going to work because you get streamed every game. So it's like, whatever. Yeah. That's a whole different yeah. subject. Yeah, but if the camera doesn't land on you, you can go back to this and get the camera on you. Yeah. Because that's another thing, too, is people always complain about, uh, are always complaining about how, oh, hey, look, a 3K just happened off screen. Wish I could have seen it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Saved the whole round. So then it I seen the clutch round. So then in Pro oh. League they might have like a second person like going through the match, finding all this and putting it into was... like the highlights. Oh, okay, yeah. Highlight posts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Forget it. Okay. Like the whole spectator situation situation though is pretty shitty, let's be honest. Yeah. Because it's you're only allowed one spectator over such a vast map and players could be doing something different every two seconds. Mm-hmm. They they really need to work on that spectator system. To be fair, though, they just but need to add slots. Is, That's it. Is an answer. Is one answer. Sorry. Yeah. What are you saying? Yeah. About? Uh, well, the one thing they needed to add was just more spectator sp- slots. I know that sounds like oh, you just need to do that, but well, the crazy I'm sure thing it's is a lot harder. It is, but still, they they did actually. That's the crazy thing. Early siege, like year one. Uh, I think until like mid year two, they had uh, two spectator slots automatically for everyone, and they just, I don't know, man. They just removed it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah it's probably just thing. UI or CPU usage. I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, the way it seems like when they went about coding everything, it just seemed like the entire basis for Siege was pretty. Uh, like on the rails, on a, some crickety rails, oh, just yeah. going. Towing the line. But match replay beta, I don't think we have much more to say about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yeti? I don't have anything about it. All right. I think it's going to be a cool feature. I just, like Brett said, I, I just don't know who's going to use it beyond pomp and dedicated ranked players and stuff like that, content creators. Mm-hmm. Ooh, wow, okay. They changed the newcomers. Oh, uh, that was, okay. was like, it wow. was only three maps, right? <laughs> yeah, bank consulate Shelley. Yeah, I don't think those are good uh... beginners. Yeah, I don't think those Chalet and consulate definitely fucking not. I mean, consulate's an OG map though. I so know, but I you're know. getting spawn peaked from every window. In terms of like people who smurf a lot too. Just mm-hmm. shitting on newcomers. Consulate's a terrible map to put them on. Yeah. And yeah, Chalet is just like even a though like you know, spawn peaks are a thing on literally every map here. It's just I think consulate's more well known. Yeah, there's not a lot where you can hide. Prominent. There's only like a few walls and that's it. And then you have to make a giant like walk out in the open just to get to the building. Hmm. So, like, even though like cafes semi along the same line, it's just 
You have more buildings, though, to get you there. There's more room Mm -hmm. to work with. Also, these are quote-unquote pro league-ready maps, right? That Mm -hmm. they put in? Uh, Oregon Club, Cafe, Coastline, arguably mm -hmm. Border uh, can be added in. Mm -hmm. I think this might be jumping ahead in a topic, but I believe the pros actually had a workshop where they voted out a map of uh, Pro League. And I think they voted out Coastline. Maybe. Instead of Consular. Was it Coastline? I think it was Coastline. I think people were mad because they didn't vote out, like, Consular or something. Yeah, I was about to say, I heard something about Consulate, not, like, people being mad about Consulate. I don't know what, yeah, I'm not sure which one went out. To be fair, it's like, Consulate had, like, quote-unquote, a rework, I guess you could argue for, where they added that bomb site, right? But overall, the way Consulate is played hasn't changed ever since its inception. It's just evolved into standard, like, all right, let's take admin. All right, let's take CEO. Let's cut off. Let's just go straight in. That's debatable now because a lot of people are not playing CEO at all. Uh Like, they're just not. So it's still evolving, but people are just. just... Roam clearing on consulate is not too difficult. You just need to cut off the uh, stairs access quick, uh, quick enough if there's, like, okay, found out there's no one upstairs. Cut it off. It's easy Mm -hmm. to gain control. Newcomer yep. playlist. Woo. I think that's pretty much all we got for that. Yeah. Drone proximity awareness. The icon will now pulse at say? different speeds when you're closer to the pest. Oh, okay. So the faster it pulses, the closer you are to it. Okay, so a little bit of a nerf, a tiny bit of a nerf to Mozzie, I guess. Yeah, so in like their actual newsletter in the, uh, what was it, the one that I've been referencing a lot, the year six, season one preseason designer notes, what they said underneath for Mozzie, uh, current state, Mozzie's pest lacks clear counters and often force uh, forces attackers to waste time and resources to mitigate the obvious trap because everyone, you can see the, the little like, icon icon. For him, right? Uh, the difficulty countering him has made Mozzie a particularly useful operator and has contributed to driving up his presence in the balancing matrix. And they have the matrix that they're showing like up top on, of this page. By adding a proximity warning to PES, this provides attackers with a tool to more effectively avoid or deal with clear traps. While this change will not fundamentally change Mozzie's moment-to-moment actions, it will encourage more creative placement of PES. To get the jump on attackers. I feel like Mozzie's always gotten nerfed. <clears throat> like he's just perpetually nerfed. Like it's they're really small nerfs, right? I mean, oh, we yeah. took away a pest. Oh, we took away a shotgun. Oh, we're proximity awareness. But he doesn't get played that much. Like. I don't think we see him a lot in Pro League as much as mm-hmm. Mute or any, literally anybody else. So Are you I don't know. He, he's often paired with specific setups on defense, yeah. though. I guess you could say he's also niche at some points, but yeah. Mm-hmm. But it also That's... depends when he's played. Does he win 
does the team win when he's played? Yeah, and that's that's what they're looking at is that um, those stats from not just pro league, but like when it said the population targeted for this change, it said top ranked and pros. So that means they're taking in those stats seriously from ranked games mm-hmm. in the upper echelon. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't really think about that because that was like when Lion first came out. I mean, we all knew he was broken, but the only reason people played him was to win, especially in mm-hmm. pro league. Because what was it? It was uh, was it Liquid? Liquid yeah. against Penta? Yeah, they abused it. Yeah, yeah they because they Atlantic, didn't play him. Was it Atlantic City? Yeah. Yeah, and then the yeah, they won because they used Lion. And nobody and else then, did. Yeah, the times they didn't use Lion, they weren't doing so great. So it was also he was so broken too, uh, in the sense that it was full body outlines that mm-hmm. would appear. It was basically just, just little wall hacks, markers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was insane! Yeah, every one of like, just the same started story. playing. <laughs> you just press the button and boom, full body outline. Boom, yep, just follow the head, one shot. Easy, but that's a different. Same vein, but yes. Nerfing Mozzie is probably, especially his gadget is good. I'm glad they're trying to tackle that at least. Because more more often or not, we just see operators get their guns changed or just make them a two-speed. Not totally yeah. eager. Which, it doesn't change the numbers pretty much at all. Because if you look at the uh, data matrix, whatever they put up, Jaeger is still off the fucking map. <laughs> yeah. Even though he's technically in the overpicked but too weak category. It's it's a good gun. Yeah, I don't Utility. think he'll ever be too weak. <laughs> he's never gonna he's never gonna be brought down. Unless you made him like if people play him all the time. It's just like unless apparently his win delta is in the negative, but I think that's just because of the sheer amount of people that play him because it's in the 90% yeah. plus presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, like match to match. You really want to nerf him and take him out of there, you know? Make him a three speed, take his gun away. Um. Oh, fat Jaeger. Give him one ADS. <laughs> him and Rook pretty much switch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just swap him. See what happens. Give him the P90. There you go. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. Take away the carbine. Be... Yeah, then Jaeger mains would get their ACOG back. No, Yay. no, they 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 took the ACOG off the P90 and gave it the the 1.5. Oh, so I don't rock. I thought was it? Yeah. Oh well, whatever. Rip. Because I think yeah they they tried to minimize as many ACOGs now on defense. Anyway, so. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Earth. I think this one's pretty good. This mm. is a huge buff to mute. Oh wait, never mind. I was looking at the wrong thing. Disabled state for electronic gadgets. Okay. You want to read it, Goji? Mm-hmm. So not only will it disable drones, breach charges, cluster charges, and Heavy breach charges. Um, it will now disable claymores and air jabs. Wow. So, 
Uh, Fancy. I guess if you're carrying one in your pocket. I like the air jab move, but I, I just don't understand disabling a claymore. That seems like a really specific situation, like... <laughs> don't worry, guys, I kept they... this one in my pocket all Rome. To be fair, like, <laughs> the way they've gotten away with some of the changes in Siege is because they can argue... <clears throat> excuse me, it's just a simulator. Simulation. Mm -hmm. the... Just like the simulations. Because, realistically... A claymore is a mechanical device that has like a physical tripwire, right? So you're in that. It's either a tripwire or someone can trigger it with a a detonator. Oh yeah, detonator. Yeah, but in the game, the way claymores work for siege in the game is the laser. The laser. So you can get away with that a little bit, I guess. If you're going to tap into quote unquote the lore of siege. Is that laser has to be an electronic device in order to activate. So it makes sense adding this mute capabilities to be able to stop a claymore in that sense. If you just remove the sensor from the claymore, the claymore is still a live physical explosive object. It's just doesn't have the sensor to activate. Yep. I don't think we'll see a lot of people changing the way they use mute. Like that I obviously we'll see like somebody will be like, oh, I'm gonna keep one in the back pocket. But if they're going with like a hardcore mute strat, they're probably going to keep those in areas where it's just going to block things off. So more than likely, somebody will put down a claymore, see, oh, my claymore is stopped. I'll just pick it back up and put it somewhere else. And then just watch that door or something. So it changes a little bit of the attacker gameplay, but I don't think it changes the defensive as much. As much as I like the change, I think, honestly, it'll put mute players in more of a detrimental situation. Because of how long it takes to put the mute jammer down. That's true, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, uh, you know, attackers can still walk through their own claymores. Easy mm -hmm. peasy. If yeah. no one's covering you, bam, you just get swung on. But then the other thing is air jabs. You can't pick up air jabs. And a lot of That's people true, yeah. like to just launch those into areas that you're not near. Because you can do it from safety. But if you're not there and you don't know if there's a mute jammer in that area, you launch it. And now it's pointless until that mute jammer is gone. Yeah, or you have the mute rotate a gadget mm -hmm. to get it. Because honestly, like how many times have we had uh, Nomad B play and we're just like, all right, let's just shoot it here, leave and forget it. If we hear it, that means they're flanking. Mm -hmm. And now yeah. that's going to change up so much. Because <laughs> they don't even have to shoot it now. Launch. They can just, if there's a mute, put a jammer, walk right by. Mm -hmm. So like oh. in that sense like you know like sure the claymore is more of a detrimental way of approaching it but if you look at how air jabs are played it's probably more of a pro for mm -hmm. the meat players now yeah because there's like how many counters were there to a air jab just ads like uh, yeah you're in a lie yeah yeah being shot just in ads gadget wise i guess oh gadget wise okay. yeah ads yeah. that so i guess you could also argue impacts <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that counts as catch it, but... Uh, Maestro cams. I don't think so there's really, only, like, three. This makes... Yeah, it just makes it a little bit... Like, if you're going to put ADSs down, you're either going to put them in spots of high importance. You're probably not going to put them in, like, you know, spot where there's going to be a nomad, right? So this is... I don't know. I think it's in the same realm as that. It's like, oh, Mute Jammer's going to go there? Probably not, but 
Mm. It might catch more than a Jaeger device would, I guess. Yeah, it'll just change probably a few teams in terms of how they approach a mute, too. It's like, all right, let's prioritize. We want to keep these lanes of access open to us, even if they do have a Nomad. Mm -hmm. The same... Yeah, the one spot I was thinking of is, like, Armory Wall on Border. You know, you just throw a Nomad charge over towards that door. Nobody can peek out of that. Now you can just have... Mute jammer there because there's usually a mute jammer there. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so I guess overall we can say inadvertently this is a nerf to Nomad. <laughs> yeah, a counter. You know, like, like you said, you can't you can't pick up Nomad charges once they're released because they have that sticky substance, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. So sticky, you sticky have to be goo. more careful of where you shoot them now. There's a mute on the board. Is it, uh, Yeti, do you have anything else you wanted to add? I don't think so. I I was just trying to think of how, like, personally how I play Nomad. I normally put the air jab, like, above a door or something like that. So you get to a point where, like, is the mute jammer even going to reach? Mm-hmm. It's got a pretty wide yeah. margin. Yeah. Because you can yeah, get as far as uh, I know, the entire haven't... reinforced wall, so... Yeah, as far as I know, yeah. they, the preseason patch it hasn't said anything about Mute getting a nerf or buff, so it's just standard Mute play that we're used to seeing. So his radius wasn't that large to begin with. Mm-hmm. But then it also just depends on where the Mute puts it. I mean, you can so. still Mute a drone from a floor down, mm-hmm. so... So if it gets put on a desk or... Yeah, exactly. It all just depends on placement. That's what it all yeah. comes yeah. down to. Ingenuity of the mute player. Yeah, it might not even be that big of a thing. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's still pretty cool. I like it. Oh what was there was a there was a Penta player back in the day. Uh he, he used to roam all the time with mute. This was back when like Shate Shate Pengu and KS? No. KS? They No, KS got replaced by Shot didn't. It? What's what's the name at uh Smash Bros Falcon? Falco. Falco. Yeah. He used to roam oh, all geez, the time with Mute, dude. Imagine if this if you like if this was around and like Claim was around back then. That man oof. That man would have a heyday. <laughs> that would have mm-hmm, been mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh look! Oh wow! Look at this next one! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> About time! The casuals. Wow! Operators' price have decreased for all of you that obviously can't see what we're seeing. Operators' price decrease. That just means hey, you can buy stuff for cheap now. Yeah. Operators for cheap. What does it say there? Closer. I can't. Can't really read it. Uh. So. Lion and Finca have gone down to 10,000 Renown. Uh, Mozzie and Gridlock have gone down to 15,000. And Oryx and Yana have dropped to 20,000. Woohoo! That's good. Makes them more... <laughs> makes the goals of hitting them like more reachable. Or like getting them more reachable. So yeah. Like that place. <laughs> so. Yeah, whatever. Dude, hold on, hold on. Go back up to the image real fast. They put Mozzie next to Oryx. 
It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's so fucking tiny, dude. Mozzie's such a short fella compared to Oryx. He's like a full head taller. Please. <laughs> I just wanted to Why you gotta out. do our man like that? Hey, dude. Look at Oryx's bicep compared to Mozzie's. I know, dude. <laughs> Go back up. <laughs> Disgusting. Looking like Mozzie's hey, spy. Jesus Yiddy Christ. And I did play against Mozzie's voice actor. I will forever hold that close. <laughs> diddly diddly dee. You, you can tell that one to people at parties, Yeti. See how they react. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well. Am I safe to scroll down now? Yeah, we don't need Oh, wait, 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 wait. But if you look at Lion here. Oh, shut up. Hey, man, look at this skin. Look at Ooh, this. Oh, that looks good. I need to buy that. A yellow hue into like a reddish hue and then black. That actually looks Like a black looking. ice kind of looking. That yeah. looks pretty sick. Oh, yeah, yeah, the black ice. Uh, I need to it get kinda it. kind of looks like that Grizz skin. Like G-R-I-S. You guys know that one? I think. I think I know which one you're talking about. Looks like a more vibrant version of that. It looks pretty cool though. Mm. Yeah, and that's that's the new seasonal weapon. Seasonal thermal oh, okay, antipod. <laughs> what kind of a name is that? <laughs> okay, antipod. I don't know. I probably, probably said have it wrong. to get a dictionary to actually understand it, bro. Hey man, that I'm sorry. It looks good though. I like it. It does. Yeah, Instead it of the good. generic skins that they've been throwing out for seasons. So, yeah. Not too bad. All the balancing. Here it comes. Oh, hey. Now we get to the real hey. stuff. Ah, uh, yes, we already talked about that. Yeah. Mute talked about the mute, yeah. Mozzie oh, yeah, that's Mozzie. Too. It, it gives you a different uh, feedback. The little icons that pop up for mm -hmm. mute gives you a different for uh, affected gadgets. Okay. And then Blackbeard Shield, bless this man's soul, reduced <laughs> to 20 from 50. <laughs> He's been nerfed again. And then uh, Trey cries in Blackbeard. His uh, scar has been nerfed as well from forty-nine damage to forty. Wow, yeah, that Blackbeard is the butt of the jokes in terms of patches. He gets nerfed almost every. He gets nerfed at least once a year at this point. He gets nerfed at least like once every other season. For Zeronic, uh, Dokabay. Has stun grenades again instead of the frags. They took those away, and she Rip. has the gone, gone six, replacing the, the C seventy five. See, like, okay, it makes sense if you're giving her that explosive gadget, so you take away the frags to balance her that way. But inherently, they're probably nerfing Dokubi a little too far in terms of overall patching, in my opinion, because. Mm. I've already talked to you guys about it before, like off, uh, off recording. Whereas the C seventy five is such a staple of like the console uh, community. Mm. Yeah, Canadians community too. <laughs> oh yeah, and even I think Lycan went on uh, the record to say how the C seventy five is much more controllable compared to the SMG. Oh yeah, the SMG twelve yeah. on PC. <laughs> yeah. Like as much as people are like, oh, it's just just learn it, just learn it. It's like no. dude, you have to sit down. Forehead. <laughs> you have to sit down and go through various stages of trying to learn that stuff. But yeah, see, because this is like, they took the C seventy five. So now your only option for a secondary is the gone. Or, the SMG twelve. 
And Dokube only has the single fire weapon. The DMR. Yeah, which has only what fifteen shots. And then the the meme shotgun. I've I've honestly for Boschi, yeah. Which only has two. Which is where my like it comes into like if you run out of ammo for those guns and you have the gone like Yeah. Yeah, like She's it, definitely. Whole, not, I don't think I've ever seen anybody run out of boss GMO. I know, but you have to reload instead of switching to a secondary. Yeah. It's like, so personally, when that's I what I meant. TV, like the gun. I've always like you know I'll use primary and I'll do exactly that. So like, all right, I don't have time to reload. Just switch to one of the submachine guns that she has. Yeah, I wasn't saying like when they run out of ammo entirely. Like, oh no, my mag is empty. I'm just going to switch to my secondary. Pull out, gone. Hey Yeti, you need to make I think that a meme. We'll still use it a lot. Yeah, I think you had something. It's for because this it's, too, such, it's such a presence. So I thought you were talking about something for Dokume. Hmm. For Yeti. Oh, Yeti. <laughs> Yeti did. Yeti did. Yeti did. No, I'm here. I'm here. No, he dead. did. Yeti did. Uh, right. Goodbye. Uh, Bye, Yeti. That's the end of the uh, podcast. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have anything on the CZ7, Yeti? I don't think so. Miss it. You're gonna miss it. <laughs> yep. That's right. To be fair, he did say his piece earlier <laughs> when we were yeah, that's true. It on yeah. yeah. He did. The thing I'm noticing, just looking through this, is a lot of frag grenades are going out the window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Inca doesn't have them. Dokubi doesn't have them. Inca now also has stun grenades. The same thing. I was surprised they gave Dokubi frags back when it happened. Well, they kind gave her smokes, then frags, then stuns, then yeah. back to frags. Now they're back to stuns. So it's just like, whatever, man. Yeah. Just, fig just figure it out. Figure it out. Figure it out. What are you yeah. looking at next year? Yeah, the stun grenades replacing Inca's frags. Uh, she also has gone. Placing the GSH, and then Thank God, that gun sucks. Twitch <laughs> is getting smoke grenades and losing the stuns. Oh, really? Uh, Callie's gun. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, yeah. Wait, yes, what? Sorry, That's so right. weird. <laughs> yeah, I had to think about that for a second. Smoke, smoke grenades on Twitch. Never would have thought. Okay, yeah. interesting. Anyway. Uh, Kelly's sniper is now doing 127 well, okay. instead of 122. A after you finish that, I, I have the Kelly stuff pulled up. It's a lot more than just that. <laughs> yeah, it might it's be further down. Yeah, she has oh. way too much. In yeah. French, oh, it's all in French. What do you mean? Wait, what? Wait, what is that? In no, no, no. Is... Adjustment. Oh. They just fancied it because of the iced. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so uh, I, I can hop into this Cali part real fast. It's it's a lot more than just yeah. going up to 127. And then they just improved recoil for G36. That's it. Yeah, that's more of a, I guess, console thing, too. Console thing, yeah. It was more to balance it out instead of everyone to just con continuously use the R4 on uh, Ash. Ash. And the or AR the RX on Yon. Right. Well. So, so the Cali thing is a lot more complex than what it states there, okay? So this Dude, is what they wrote. I'm, I'm going to jump into it, okay? 
So, yes, they increased the damage to 127 from 122. So, but this is what they wrote underneath in addendum. There's so much. Just give me a minute to talk through it. So, one body shot to a three-speed operator will kill a three-speed operator. Just one shot. One body, yeah, one body shot. One body shot to a two-speed operator will put them in a down but not out state, similar to with a one-speed operator. While wearing rook vest, one body shot to a three-speed will put them in a down but not out state, similar to uh, two body shots will put a two-speed and a one-speed in a down but not out state. With rook armor. Yeah, with rook armor. But it's important to note that you can get one shot by Kelly if you're a three-speed now. Yes! 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 Okay. It's such and a good change. So this is this is what they wrote, though, too. Our main objective with Kali is to make her a viable and balanced operator. In general, this requires us to strike the right balance between the explosive lance and the loadout. For Kali in particular, this depends on two main elements. First, that Kali brings uh, a great amount of utility to a match. The explosive lance can deal with gadgets, bulletproof gadgets, etc., electrified reinforcements. The second element is the sniper rifle, the CSRX-300. Uh, the primary so weapon is in charge of most of her killing potential. Keeping this weapon in line is key to avoiding an overpowered operator. <laughs> Unsurprisingly, so finding good. the right balance for a one-shot kill weapon can take a number of iterations. We noticed on release, Kali was perceived as overpowered, but the power perception has been slowly drifting towards underperforming. In the previous patch, we took our first steps in finding the sweet spot for the CSRX-300. Uh, which was, in case you guys uh, don't remember exactly, that was where uh, they implemented, I believe, limb damage to mm -hmm. an extent. Yeah. Like, you know, you get shit, shot sorry, shot in certain parts of your limbs, and you get various um, states of damage done to them. You lose certain bits of health. Yeah, penetration. Um, let's see. Okay, what we've done so far. Started by identifying a one-shot down but not out mechanic as one of the main issues. The mechanic was perceived as frustrating and did not allow us to tweak the weapon's power level. So we decided to transform the sniper into a normal weapon. Now we can modify the weapon damage and uh, iterate it until we find a sweet spot. Hence the uh, previously stated 127 damage to straight up killing a three-speed operator. <laughs> That is so. That's such a good uh, change because they never use anything for like three speed one armor thing, and that yeah. just makes it a lot more viable now. That's yeah. so good. And it goes like, on to this too. Perfect. Uh, with this change, we've tackled the lack of a counter to her sniper by people wearing Rook's armor plates. Exactly. Which exactly fair, like it's it's more niche, but then again, Rook is a viable operator in the meta of today's game to a certain yep. extent. Uh, we also want to keep the damage modifiers caused by bullets getting through walls or hitting operators' limbs. Hence what we said earlier where different shots will do different various bits of damage. Uh, as this helps to prevent lucky shots that can kill or put operators to a down but not out. This also ensures good aim is rewarded. The first iteration set the damage at 122. With this value, we had a compromise where three speed operators would die from a chest shot and one speed would survive it. This compromise took into account that one-speed operators do not re uh, represent a majority in a defensive lineup, especially on Pro League. This approach has been perceived as too weak, though, and they are making new changes to address that. Um, let's see. Hold on. 
Uh, oh, yeah. that's what they've done so far. What they're doing now is to increase the weapon damage to make uh, one-speed operators also fall into a down but not out. Like last time, they'll be monitoring that feedback. So that's what I believe is on the test server, is they're tweaking with, so should a one-speed operator, you know, how much damage do they take? Do they go into that down but not out compared to a two-speed? Like, should they fall in the same process as that? Mm. Uh, the additional interaction with Rook, Rook's armor plates. Uh, making it relevant against her sniper. Uh, we are not creating any specific rules for the interaction, but they want to clarify when an operator is wearing Rook's armor plates, the armor gains an extra 15% protection. That means oh, three-speed okay. operator will have a 15% damage redux, two-speed will have a 25%, and a one-speed will have 35% damage reduction. Because in case you guys don't remember in the reveal panel, they changed how three speed was going to affect the armor, I believe, right? Or yeah. like how, yeah, three uh, speed armor was going to affect, affect health. Yeah, sorry. Uh, the new damage value only three speed operators will fall into down but not out when receiving CSRX body shots. The rest of the two and three speed will survive that shot. So I totally agree with all of these. These are they're they're going up. Really so that's why I was saying I was like. I'm looking at this preseason balancing stuff, and it's it's a lot more than simply 127. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I like to get that, that out there. It's it's a lot. And honestly, I it's think a, it's a good change to an operator that's great. Kind of, like they said, underperforming. And it buffs Rook, which is probably needed as well. And I I just think that's really good. It nerfs three speeds. I think it's good. I think it's a really good, really good change. Do you have anything, Yeti, after that long spiel? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't play Cali at all, but I think it's a good move because, like you said, it, it's going to make um, Rook more viable and stuff like that. And I might have to play a little bit more if I'm Ooh. ever going to bring a sniper. I just it. brought Glass number one because. He's been in the game for forever, so I was comfortable with him, but also because I had the sick elite for him. <laughs> so I might have to tally <laughs> a little bit more of a try. Yeah, and to as be fair, you don't have her punk rock skin. Glass yeah. <laughs> Glass has a higher rate of fire and like he's also technically quote unquote a sniper alongside Cali, sniper, but right. he just has a higher rate of fire. Cali has the better catchphrases. <laughs> Amateurs. Yeah, so I personally am in, like I've stated again, I really like the change. Mm -hmm. Makes her definitely a much more viable pick. Uh, it's a little dangerous to certain lineups, which makes her a little overpowered in some cases. But then again, it's just like niche. single shot weapon. Niche. <laughs> yeah. Now they just need to uh, nerf Thatcher enough so that she can get played and not only take a Thatcher, you know? I think the way to fix her gadget, in my opinion, would be to change the timing. Yeah, I don't think they can nerf Thatcher any more than what he's gotten. Yeah. Oh, they can, they can mm. nerf him somehow. Because if you take one away, then he uses two while someone's cage tricking. Oh. Uh... Or if you reduce the range, then it he's basically pointless. You you're not they... going to be able to nerf him without actually like killing the operator he is he's a problem though 
Like, well, that's you see how many times the, he gets banned in pro league. That's because he was the only counter to all those things for a good year and a half, two years mm. before. I, I don't know. He just needs to get more. Anyway, that's can not Kelly. Can I touch back on something too? Yeah. I don't think they said anything on the page that Steve was looking at, but there's another uh, test server only, however, uh, change made to an operator, which I hope they implement. It's Doc getting a massive bug. Oh, that's right. Uh, there are more, uh, actually, in here that they... Is there? Yeah, they have some other... Okay, they well, have more I'm just going to touch, well. up, I'm gonna, I'm touch upon the Knock thing real fast. Since it says test server only, they will turn it off before the release to continue working on it. But something to hopefully look forward to is her gadget, uh, Hell Presence, uh, won't activate proximity-based gadgets. The Gersmont mines, the Banshees, uh, Capcom's entry <laughs> denial devices, prox alarms, and metal detectors. Dude, uh, that would be will sick. Cancel the proximity immunity, resulting in the activation of any gadget in range. So, like, if you run, if you sprint through gadgets and you got that glitch effect, you'll still activate the gadget. Uh, and the color will change when you're bypassing a prox device or in, in proximity of any of these devices. That's so and sick. That was just, That's you know, so sick. Like, it makes sense. It totally again, makes sense. Just, it might yeah. be a little too much, but still, it makes sense. <laughs> She's going to be that ultimate lurker operator that just like sneaks in the site, kills three people. Dude. Yeah. Oh, that would be so much again, fun to watch. Like said, we're not going to see it this season. Most yeah, likely, yeah, yeah. it's still being tested, and they're just doing it just so they can get info on, like, all right, what do we need to do? And that's a good uh, counter to like a Malusi. So mm-hmm. people haven't been liking Malusi at this point. So yeah, and and it's kind of a buff if you kind of I I'll use that loosely, but kind of a buff to a Rooney because like if they're just gonna bring Knock the whole time, just bring in a Rooney. She can't sneak past that. So Actually, I don't know. Yeah, that'd be interesting to see. It makes sense that she wouldn't be able to get through that. I haven't I haven't seen anything on the test server to go against what you're saying or not. <laughs> yeah, that would be kind of weird. Like, oh, the lasers went down. Oh, I went, it must be knock. You know, let's let's. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Uh, just to clarify too, real fast on the Twitch smoke grenades. I just because I'm reading the actual no- like notes that they were underneath them. Uh, they wanted to curb Twitch's like Twitch players and how aggressive they are. Because people would just pop stun grenades and just rush in. Apparently, is the data they were getting back. Just to touch on that real fast. That was it. Since we were still talking about those operator uh, nerfs and buffs. Bada bing. Uh. What is this? Uh, Embalm Diffuser has not been picked up at the end of the planning phase. It will be given the operator who prioritizes the diffuser most. For example, Thermite will always get the diffuser over Ash. Yes. (laughs) That's always been such a huge issue in the game. (laughs) That's just quality of life. (laughs) That is definitely quality of life. Ooh. On PC, activating or equipping a gadget will no longer force the player to unlean. That's good. That's really good. 
Uh, Such an annoying feature that happens. Situations. I mean, if you want anything with situations, you know. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's not really. Yeah. Uh, changes quick match and newcomer playlist. Similar parameters to unranked and ranked, making the playlist less confusing. Uh, reduced round duration and newcomer and quick match playlist to three minutes. Uh, increased diffuse and planting time to seven seconds from five seconds in both newcomer and quick match. Uh, oh, wow. Added okay. diffuser nice. carrier selection for newcomer and quick match to empower players who want to carry it and reduce friction among teammates. So just okay. making it more comfortable for the transition into ranked and unranked. Mm -hmm. Not too shabby. Which is very good because so many people just don't do anything when they get to rank. Not yeah. gonna lie. <laughs> uh, streamer mode has been added to the options menu. Uh, streamers can hide personal info on their screen from viewers and enable a hidden matchmaking delay. Uh, prevents queue sniping and prevents stream sniping. I've heard there's a bit of a problem with it though. On the test server, there have been bugs, is what I've seen. Mm -hmm. Or it's been like client sided, stuff so... like that. Uh, yeah, I've heard that you can't really. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I thought it was something about cheaters not really being able to be recognized because they're just, I don't know. They It was something people just didn't like about it, but I guess this has been a little controversial. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For some uh, reason. It's streamer mode. They've been asking for I this for years. Yeti, you, you've been <laughs> targeted a few times on PC, right? Yeah, quite a few times. Yeah, I, I have a whole list of people banned in my Twitch chat. <laughs> I'm just nice. stream snippers. Mm -hmm. It even happened on Xbox a few times. That's true, yeah. That's right. Dude, I don't know why it happened to you more than any of us, I think. I think, <laughs> yeah. Brad, I think you got stream sniped like once or twice. Never. Um, I've never gotten it. Yeah, I don't believe I've ever experienced being stream sniped either. Mm hmm. So I think I you're the think Lone Xbox Ranger people... in this one, Yeti. Yeah, I just don't think <laughs> Xbox people stream snipe as much, I guess. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Which is weird, because they're super toxic! <sighs> anyway. Facts. Facts. Uh, yeah, super toxic. Improved deployment of Capcan's entry denial device to make it feel more intuitive and reliable. I don't know exactly what does that, what that even mean? So I guess, yeah, the, way he mean old, anything. I guess the way he drills it, it in... Nothing. He kind of does this... a little like plie twirl before he, he gets kinda, to the door and just yeah. He kind of plays with the the screw a little for a second before he drills he's it just, in. You know, you know, he's lean spamming <laughs> up and down so nobody can hit him while he's while he's deploying it. Or maybe it's when like when you go to put it on the wall and he like fucking flies to the the side of the door to put it in, in middle, real quick. Yeah. The way I'm interpreting this right now is. I think you can put it on any level of the door because you know how when you would put it a cap can charge, it'd be like certain levels that you can put it on. Does yeah. this mean that you can put it at any level you want that you're looking at? No, you've been able to do that. Dude, it's too broad. Like no, <laughs> what, I, did, what does that even mean? I feel like they just changed the way he puts it on. We'd have to see it when so. it's implemented. Because it, sure. it just says to make it feel more intuitive and reliable. Maybe it's not phasing into walls, like uh, the certain like little structures that come out of the side of doors, like on bank, where you could put it in, and it would like partially 
uh, glitch into like a pillar that was next to the door. I don't know, man. That was super broad. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. <laughs> All right, what's the next one? Uh, spectator mode or no? ADS. Uh, ADS toggle option are no longer forced back into ADS after performing an action that puts them out of it. Does any of us use toggle here? Yes. I don't. No, I don't. Kidding, I don't. Okay, so <laughs> I don't either. That applies to probably a very few number of people. It's probably like three <laughs> percent. But still, it's a it's a decent population enough to warrant them to do this. Yeah. Um, what added multi kills feedback and team loadout to spectator mode, and changed the cool. titles of some achievements. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. Um, voice operators, yeah, new oper new voice actors for operators. Uh, red ping support for lion, alibi, and jackals are in the replay. Uh, challenges. Uh, uh Ubisoft Connect challenges have been removed. Uh, the trophy icon in the home section now rede redirects to the battle pass challenges. Oh, thank God! Fuck that site. It's so stupid. Um, Fuck Ubisoft Connect. Yeah. <laughs> Damn them. Uh, remove map rotations for quick match to increase bear yes. yes. variety. All maps, except for Portland, are now included oh, in the quick for match. match pool. No. Bro, that's the one map I want in. <laughs> Bring it back. They cried for it on Reddit. Bring it back. Wait, we don't want it anymore. Bro. Back, Take right? it away. <laughs> Take it away. We want Bartlett. Gets Bartlett. I don't want it anymore. No, no, put it back. Fuck. Put it back. And uh, that's it. Other than some. Yeah, we don't need to see yeah. the bug fixes, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 All no. Right. That, that only that took. Who is that? Only took us a minute. Oh yeah, there it is. Let's go. Oh, let's go. Hey, there she is. Hey, get off that Reddit site, dude. Hey, what you don't is know this? What's gonna show up. What is this? Hey, what is that? Okay. All right, let's let's move on. Yeah. Okay. Dude, the big news is of the 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 weeks. Yeah. So I, in case you guys didn't see the notes that I put, the group notes, I switched around so that we talk about the uh, pro league format first. Okay. And then move to roster moves because I feel like we can also talk about global standings in terms of like, all right, so. Retouch real fast on who made it to uh, Invitational, and then we can bleed down that way. Okay. Take it away, Sensei. Oh, fuck. You played yourself. What you get? You played yourself. God so, damn. The global standings are still as they are, I believe, right? Uh, like, Four teams going to the six invitational. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm just going to say them out uh, as they're listed. So, in first place, there are four teams that's BDS, TSM, Giants Gaming, and Cloud9. They're at 900 points uh, each. Those are Wait, the Giants number one teams. Cloud9 or? Yeah. Two oh, APAC teams are number one. <laughs> Weird. North and South, I believe, because they're. Oh, okay. They're both APAC, but they're both different. Yeah. <laughs> Which gotcha. is irritating, but it is what it is. Latin America, though, 
no one hit 900 points. And I think that's indicative of the region getting closer in skill level. Yeah. So in fifth place, uh, well, three are tied for fifth place. That is Team Liquid, Dark Zero, and Ninjas in Pajamas with 840. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, following them, we have Space Station Gaming. Underneath Space Station is Team One Esports, Latin American team. Underneath yep. Team One is Virtus Pro, Europe. And then you got Wildcard Gaming for APAC, Team Empire, FaZe Clan, Oxygen Esports, G2, and MIBR. Which, even uh, though MIBR, 16. yeah, top 16. So even though MIBR looks like they barely skated into the Six Invitational. They are technically on top of Latin America right now because they won the previous major and finals. Mm. And we'll get into the whole roster shuffles after. Uh, yeah. And everyone else underneath doesn't matter because they didn't make it. Because <laughs> they fucking suck. It, it, it hurts to say, though, but Nadis, uh, Navi was... Five points away. Yeah. <laughs> five points away so from making it into the top 16. Estral. They tied yeah, with just look at, Yeah, Estral. I mean, just some of the teams that... have dropped. Yeah. It's crazy. There's Secret's Rogue, not even close. Vitality's not even close. Chaos isn't even close. Secret's Rogue's in 33rd. Not even close. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Tempo is above three of the... European teams. That's weird. Mm -hmm. That's really weird. It's just the way the points were distributed because, as we're gonna, this is gonna lead into it. All the formats for each region was different. Hence, each region got points distributed unevenly, which caused these massive so disproportion standings. <laughs> I don't get it, man. How do they yeah. do that every yeah. single time? I like, feel like they do it every time. Here, look at this. Uh, look at it this way too. So, uh, the site I'm using, they have it broken up into. They got a massive points in four different sections: regional league stage one, uh, an August major, regional league stage two, and a November major for each region. Yep. When I when you look at like Giants and Cloud Nine, they only get their points from the majors. They did not get any points from stages one or two from a regional league. And they were big points too, like they were massive points. Yeah. Oh yeah, you guys can see it there too. It's three ninety. Well, just for giants, they had three ninety for the first major, five ten for the second major. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was flip flop for uh, Cloud Nine. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's crazy. That's funny. <laughs> it's crazy how the yeah. points are distributed in such a wild way, mm -hmm. especially in Apex. But leading into that. The global, is it in the page, Steve, or your guide to Rainbow Six Esports season 2021? Uh, they, all four main regions of APEC, Europe, LATAM, and North America are all now in unison, I guess is one way of saying it. They all have unified their format. They okay. haven't, they haven't unified a schedule because each team, in order to get showcased on the like main r6 channel they have to play on different days of course and things get a little bit wonky mm -hmm. let me look here uh they had to change some things up so they plan 
from what I remember reading, they plan on having majors, international majors, still happen. Uh, albeit, we'll have to keep an eye out <laughs> to see exactly how that works out for them. Yeah. Um, okay, let's start off with this. So, because six Invitational is postponed, and orgs and contracts, in, in case you know, like we've we've seen plenty of contract situations happen, but orgs, the February transfer window and roster changes is open, so orgs can make as many um, player swaps and such as they want, as long as they maintain. Let's see if I can find it. Is it three fifths? No, no. I think it's not the three fifths rule anymore for this. It's like they have to have players who participated in pro league before, at the very minimum. Oh, uh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. It, yeah. However, one thing I saw was that. Because of how many players are flip-flopping about, so like how Dark Zero, they qualified for six Invitational, right? Yet, Hot and Cold is off the roster now. But he helped Dark Zero qualify, right? Yeah. But he's on a team now that is not going... I think he's on Mirage, right? He's on a team that's not going to the six Invitational. There's a new rule implemented to where players who are taking off rosters that have made it they still have to get paid by the orgs that they made it with. Okay. So that's that's weird. It's good. Huh? It's good. Yeah, yeah. Overall, it's a good situation. So it makes sure it's it's a way to make sure uh, players get paid. Protect uh, the players. Yeah. Yeah. Protect yeah, the players. Don't get cucked. It's yeah. So it's gonna be the way they're gonna get paid though is where the org places in the next Invitational. Like, how will they do in the Invitational? <laughs> That's so stupid. It's like, well, I could be there to improve the fucking standings, but no, you guys took last place and we got $0. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. Uh, May 2021, six major prize money. Like, you know, first place is $62,000. Uh, second place is 31000 Third is eighteen. Fourth is twelve, And then... uh. Each, yeah, the various point distributions, but like still, it's not, it's going to be hurtful regardless. As a player who gets taken off a main roster and seeing people compete and you get paid through that, like that's just, that's just going to suck. Mm-hmm. Well, not much they can do about it. it. Had to be postponed anyway, so. Yeah. Speaking Let of me... roster, it's not like they can really move the. They can't really move the transfer window. That's just that would be even worse if they moved the transfer window. So they don't know when they're postponing six invitationals to, right? Yeah, no, they they're they're trying to find an active way to get everyone for a land. Yeah. So, so yeah, this is probably here, the best option they could have done. Here, I found the exact wording I was looking for in this paragraph. Uh. About the February transfer window and roster changes, with those considerations in mind, we are authorizing all organizations qualified through global standings or open qualifiers to the Six Invitational 2021 to transfer players during the 2021 off-season transfer window. Uh, in accordance with the rules established in the Global Rulebook, if an organization qualified to the Six Invitational decides to release one of their players or to transfer a player to an org that won't be competing at the 6th Invitational in May, 
then said org must compensate the player that helped them qualify with a portion of the prize money the team will earn during six invitations. That's the official wording in Ubisoft's newsletter. Which, as Good. you know, it, same thing I stated before, but still, it's just such a shitty situation. It is, but they can't do much about it. I don't think there was much better thing that they could have done. I think that's yeah, it's it's reasonable. It's a matter of keeping with the status quo because technically, yeah. this is supposed to be the off season for teams. Yeah, but yeah. due to world events, you know, you just have to keep pushing forward and keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, um, it's. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Uh, you want me to keep going because I got more stuff about the global circuit and format. If you want, yeah. All right. So each region unified. They have eliminated draws from best of ones and brought back overtime. And instead of ending games with a tie, matches will be decided through a best of three OT. <laughs> which is what we're used to for pro league setting. Uh, rosters are extended. So their official wording on this is we want to facilitate the org's ability to compete at both regional and national levels by allowing them to have two distinct rosters. Therefore, oh, orgs okay. will now <laughs> be able to have up to a total of 12 players under their banner with up to seven players registered for each specific roster. Any roster must count a minimum of five players, and each roster can be supported by its own dedicated coach. Once each, uh, once a roster is registered, it is locked until the next transfer window. More details about practical application, they'll talk about later. That's yep. not too much of a big issue. Uh, let's see, yeah, coaches, timeout, and everything. Uh, overtime scoring, this is a big one. A regular win without OT is three points. A loss, zero points. When two teams uh, fight into overtime, the winner gets two points and the loser gets one point. Yep, that makes sense. So yeah, like if you have enough guts, uh, guts to make it into an OT round against a tough opponent, OT. you still get something out of it, which is great. I like it. I wish. See, we that could. <laughs> the only thing I can think of is that that could. There's going to be some sort of. I don't really know how to explain it, but there's going to be some sort of situation where a team is going to have to only get one point. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if that would make sense, but I feel like there's some sort of mathematical probability that one team will have a problem and have to only get one point instead of two for like seeding or something. Well, well here, could... are, you, are you talking about like tiebreaker situations? Mm, I guess so, but I'm not. Well, here, here. Let yeah. me, let me, here. This was update on tiebreakers is what they have here. Oh, so okay. in case okay. two teams <laughs> have the same number of points in regional standings, a new set of tiebreakers will apply in the following order. So I believe it's top down to, I'm going to read it, uh, to determine who qualifies to the six majors. Head to head, whoever had better results in the head to head matchups will qualify. So like, Team Liquid versus FaZe Clan, if Team Liquid has won more of their head-to-head matchups against them, Team Liquid's going to go. Then Which it is follows, standard, yeah. Yeah, so if it follows down, round differential. Whoever has a better round differential throughout the stage will qualify. So if you have a positive in terms of like how many rounds you won, even though like 
you lose certain matches. As long as you keep it positive, you'll make it. Uh, match win percentage. Whoever had a higher victory percentage throughout the stage will qualify. And then round win. Sorry, as I was, I was jumping the gun a bit. Round win percentage. Whoever had a higher round win percentage will qualify. Followed. If all of those somehow line up to where a team is still even, there's going to be a tiebreaker match. Oh, okay. So there's. Okay. If after all these filters, there is still no winner, a special match will be organized to determine which team qualifies for the major. All right. I like that. That's That makes sense. I was about to say, I was like, because what team was it that they had to either lose a game or something just to get better seating? It was an Apex. Oh, that I was, don't remember that, which. No, that was a while back, I'm pretty sure. Was that Giants? Was it Giants? Cyclops? I, I, I know that situation happened in North America back when King George was competing. So I just remember there was one recently. Someone else lost. I just remember there was one recently in the APAC where they were like, oh, we needed to lose so we could get better seating. I don't remember. It, that that was just the situation I was trying to go after, but it seems like they already took care of that, so <laughs> I don't think yeah. it's that big of a deal. I think it's also to curb exactly what you just said there, too. It's just like, yep. all right, stop losing. You you got to get rewarded for your wins. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. All right, so sick. That is the unified format for Pro League now, all across the board, <laughs> which is really good. Because then we won't see stupid fucking, you know, numbers like we see here directly on uh, Steve's screen where, like, APAC teams just have to win in their majors and get all the points in one big fat swoop. While other teams have to struggle stage to stage. Bingo, baby. Um, Yeah. uh, Let's see here. Here, Steve, I'll send you this link. Directly, if you want to pop it up, this is what I've been reading from. If that possible, because there's more underneath too. Because they start, I don't know if you guys want to get into it, but they have like each region. They're gonna they have a breakdown of how their play days are gonna go. I don't know if you guys want to go over it. We can. If not, we can just move on. How the how each region's play days? Yeah, just like, like you know. Europe is playing on every single Monday of each week. Okay. Yeah. So right, is Europe best. still those Europe is best everything is best of one? Whoa buddy, that's a little loud. <sighs> Not gonna lie. <laughs> so was yeah. it everyone's a best of one now? Okay. I, I actually do like that a lot better. Like I know best of threes were like you know more competitive and shit dude it was so hard to watch like, it was yeah. really hard to watch really, it got really hard to like go back and watch stuff because i'd be like Ugh, i'd be like i just don't want to watch like three, three mass man <laughs> and if i'm gonna be honest it, it makes casting a bit easier too <laughs> i'm not staying around for four hours <laughs> waiting for a best of three <laughs> Well, so, this, this doesn't. Good. This is just pro league. It does, it's not like community matches but and stuff. People, like people will definitely follow. That's what they always do. Yeah, so, so it's good. Um, I think NA and Europe have the same situation going on. Let me see if I can scroll through and see. Uh... Oh wait, and APAC, <laughs> sort of. 
So, in Europe and North America, from what I've seen in the schedules, week one is something called the new season release. So, they're not going to have any play days on that. Uh, Following weeks two through seven, there's going to be, you know, play days, you know, one through six. Uh, Mondays are for Europe. Uh, APAC has Wednesday and Thursdays. I don't believe uh, North America League hasn't posted what days they'll be playing, but I'm assuming it'll be like a Tuesday or a Friday since those are the only two days that are open because Latin America is going to be playing on the weekends. Oh, okay. Uh, Super Week will be broadcasted Tuesday Tuesday and Thursday. Yeah. So, yeah, and... There's a super week for North America on the weekend, is what they say. Play days eight and nine will be played on the weekend. And weekend. Yeah, I don't, I don't really mind that. It kind of seems like how they did it. Like I think it was a year and a half ago or something. Yeah, where they had super. So, well, to to be fair, they had like super weeks like every two weeks or something. Yeah. Because of scheduling. It's, I think the scheduling be so much better. It'll be so much nicer to watch anything <laughs> it'll be like okay my team is playing now oh they're playing one game perfect i can watch that for an hour or whatever so uh yeah so north america europe is pretty simple hmm. uh latin america is not simple to explain <laughs> at all. i saw i saw goji roll through and i was just like oh my god that looks so complicated I, yeah I... Oh my god. Be, I think latin got shafted a bit more because that mexico the Mexican division oh, yeah. got shifted down to South America. Which, honestly, dude, it would have been fine having, like, Canadian League, Mexican League, or Mexico League, <laughs> and North American League. Like, I think that would have been fine, but I guess I get it, you know, shift it down the lad down. Sweep it down. Sweep it down there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, That's kind of so, funny. Uh, I think he saw the graphic up. If you go a little bit back up, Goji, to the overall standing, a little bit more. Yeah. So, oh, to I, to I, the graphic. There we go. Yeah. So that best of ones all around, of course. But Latin America, as you saw when he scrolled down to the stage, there'll be, of course, different play days for each Latin American league, which is the Mexico uh, Mexico division. Latin South and Brazil. Excuse me. Brazil. Yeah, Brazil division will have all the like tier one teams that we know. The good shit. Yeah. Ints, uh, Furia, MIBR, Team One, Team Liquid, NIP, Phase, Black Dragons. The classics. The classics, yeah. So they will have like their majors, like any anyone who gets uh as it states first through six in Brazil qualify. Uh, first through second in both Mexico Division and Latin South will qualify for their uh, events automatically. While 7th and 10th, 3rd through 8th of the various will go to a special event where teams can then qualify again or attempt to qualify again to uh, make it to the finals. Nice. Yeah. So it's... Like, once you, like, sit down and read through it, 
it's it's kind of hard to explain since I don't fully understand it myself too. But it once you sit down and read it, it really is a very streamlined way of making Latin American esports kind of grow more. I think they're finally yeah. starting to figure out their shit six years into the game. <laughs> to be fair, they they kind of had it. I personally believe they had it more figured out than a lot of other. I'm just meaning Ubisoft in general. Yeah, because another thing too, I don't think they said it in this page, but Latin America will also underneath all of that, they will also have their uh, all female divisions kick off too. Sick. Yeah. The R6 Women's Circuit will be back in 2021 with a prize pool and more stages throughout the entire year. Oh. So they won't, the Women's Circuit won't be as frequent, of course, as the other Latin American Pro scene uh, play days, but they will still happen, which is really good for the entirety of the South American region. Just like, you know, it's, you never know, dude. You never know what talent will come from. Exactly. But yeah. I think that's it for Latin America. It's it looks convoluted at first, but you just have to slowly break it down, do your own mm. research on it, and you'll it'll look good. Uh the thing about North America to touch back on is they were originally gonna play with a ten team league, but oh, yeah. <laughs> uh they're gonna have to stick with nine teams, which will make it odd again as your team is. <laughs> Um, because the U.S. and Canadian League, in case people didn't know, it combined to make the new fully fronted North American League, where every team that makes it has to move to Las Vegas now. And not a lot of orgs are ready for a commitment like that, which sucks. But I believe Altiora was it? Was yep. the team that fully dropped out of the North American League. And cucked all their players pretty much. Yeah. So yeah, it's such a it's a terrible situation where Altiora had to figure out if they could pick up a new roster to move to uh Las Vegas. Uh and then they dropped their previous roster that qualified for six invitational. And then all of a sudden they're like, We're looking for a new roster, and all of a sudden they're like, Hey, we can't make it actually. And you know, to be fair, some people, some orgs can't financially sustain a big move for a whole new roster. Yep. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. Steve, if you want to look through APAC and talk about that, you can. Uh, APAC. Pretty small. Looks almost the same as Latam. Apex always different, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. South and North. Apex isn't as split as Latam, but it's still two regions, technically. Mm-hmm. They definitely got their uh, graphics a little cleaner. Instead of like, calendar. Calendar. That's a lot of. I know that I'm. I'm. I'm comparing the calendars. Like. Oh. Oh, oh yes. Date instead of like. Oh yes. Here are the days. Here are the. I mean. 
I mean, they say Thursday. March week one, week two, April week three, four. Five. I know. I mean, like all these extra little spots, you know. Also, you to just be clean fair, it up by... almost no one from North America will watch APAC games. Yeah, because it's like that it's night. late at night. It's late at it's, night. It's yeah. normally like one in the morning. Yeah. So, yeah. So Yeti, have you ever watched an APAC yeah. game when they're nope. happening live? I've seen some. <laughs> I've watched some because I'll be going to sleep and all of a sudden, hey, Apex on. I'm like, uh, well, why not? I wasn't gonna go to sleep anyway. But yeah, it's it's late. It's like fucking PUBG is in Korea, so it's super late right now as well. Just yeah, yeah. Stuff over there is hard to watch. You have to go back and watch it or not watch it at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look oh, at those well. time zones that they have listed them for North and South Division play. Yeah, that's that's super late at night for us. <laughs> yeah. With the yeah. homies. Their yeah, their schedule looks relatively clean. They have like a bye week, it looks like, before uh, a major event. So that's good. Nice. All right, well, scheduling. Yeah, I think that's good enough for formatting and scheduling, so now that we're on the same boat. You guys agree? Shall we proceed, yes, gentlemen? Sir. Hey, Yeti, I know you didn't say much, buddy, but is it, does it kind of make sense what's going to be happening? I was going to say, that's, that's the thing, is trying to absorb all the changes and everything else. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. I think it's all good stuff. It's just a lot. Yeah. <laughs> And it's it's also dangerous because the same thing that happened this whole past year uh, that people have been saying is it's kind of an oversaturation of R60 sports right now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's good that there's so much to watch, but you won't be able to follow everything. Especially if you're like, imagine if you're like a pro teams analyst and you're like, all right, <laughs> we don't know what team we're going to end up playing at a major event, so... I'll just watch these ones here and then. Yeah, it's a lot. That's for sure. Yeah, so let us get out of those pages and move on. Transfer (sighs) updates. All right, let's talk about the meat. A lot of the meat subjects. Meat. The drama. Details. Changes for Apex so far. Cyclops. Athlete Gaming. Fuji has signed as the coach. Hybrid has signed as an analyst. Guts Gaming. Uh, Cloud joins the lineup. And Yogurt joins as coach. Uh, Q confirmed. Tandler leaves. Fnatic. Team to miss on six. Invitational for his first time. Alpha Ama has signed and relocated to Taiwan. And Aces has dropped. He's also retired, so Asus is also retired from... Yeah, I was going to say, the wording's important. Uh, this article kind of gets a few things wrong in terms of how important some of the wording for these players are. Mm-hmm. Um, Talent Esports, Sunbee Leaves, Nora Rangu, uh, Arthur and Mary Ox Leave, Andy Joins. Mario. Hey. Mary Sorry, Ox. Just keep going. Andy Joins, 
Papalia. Papalia? And then yeah. Yoshi, I'm not going to... And Simotuki si- <laughs> Simo and Candy Excuse me. Candy joins Candy Leaf. All right, nice. Yeah. Uh, so, wait, just to touch on that for that, uh, Norengu had, in case you guys don't remember, the whole controversial situation with their former coach slash really manager, uh, who uh, he wasn't a good guy. As much as he looked like it, he wasn't a good guy. He he took money from the players. He worked them hard without little to do. And he also had various issues with uh, being a little bit of a creeper, not going to lie, from some of the stuff I read. Apparently he was uh, getting a little hands-on with some women, <laughs> uh, which caused players to leave, and eventually the entire team here, essentially, is what they're trying to get across. The entire Norengu main roster left. They just left, and their coach too. So Norengu, in an effort... To redo their whole roster, they signed VBM as a coach, who I believe, if I remember reading right, VBM is a coach who's from South America. But don't uh, don't hold me to that. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, so they brought in a new coach, and he is currently rebuilding a new roster as we speak. Mm-hmm. So he has a very tough job ahead of him, and with that. In case you guys don't remember, the Norengu skin was taken off of the Ubisoft store for a while. But now, they're going to bring it back. Mm. Which is good. Because it's, it's, it's a nice looking it's skin. A good skin. Yeah, it's the a org, nice the org mm-hmm. has very nice aesthetic to it. I just hope that they're able to rework through the issues that were left from the previous manager. manager. Uh, so I just wanted to clarify that. Mm-hmm. Electrify Esports. Uh, the roster left the organization. Uh, Scars, the team disband. Uh, GC Busan Spear. Yeah, yas joins. Yas. Ro- <laughs> okay, wow, this is roster joins D- DWG KIA. Template T leaves. Okay, that roster join. Yes. Yeah, I think they also have more information when you scroll down, but it's good to just read the overall summary. Yeah, it's all written out. And- um, Xavier Esports, Angry X to trial in place of Red Sun. Uh, Fav Gaming, Razor resigned. Uh, Oceana, Elevate, Hotshot leaves. LFO, Angmo leaves. Noble Esports, Roster leaves organization. Luna and President let go. Team Ferox, Roster leaves. Uh, Mercenaries. A lot of shuffles. Doc mm. Sevener. Retires, roster leaves organization, snow joins. Snoo. Yeah, so overall, for most people in the esports scene, a lot of stuff doesn't really matter that happens APEC, let's be honest. <laughs> like, it's good that shifts are happening in various scenes, but it's just we don't know enough about a lot of the players and how we would play. So we can't really form too much of an opinion, as much as I stated in one day. <laughs> One thing we can form an opinion on is Alfama. Uh, yeah, and that's I think this scroll down. That's a, that's another thing too. It shows a little bit. So he's he's the first European to transfer to APEC. Like player, I guess I should say. No. I should say Alfama's player. Alfama's the fucking goat in my opinion, dude. He yeah, took a stick in NA, and now he's in APEC. Dude's hitting every single region. 
He's truly he's trying to find the dub. He's truly man. a pathfinder, man. He's, he's a trying to find the dub. But yeah, that's if, that's pretty big, honestly. Yeah. Uh, the unique thing to understand here is Fnatic's main roster is still stuck in Australia because of their COVID restrictions. So they are still on a wait list to get into Japan, which has been months in the undertaking of just waiting. Alfama can't go to Australia because then he'll be set at the very bottom of the bracket of, of a wait list. <laughs> so he's in a very shitty, shitty Jeez, situation where he's yeah. by himself, essentially, in Taiwan, which is as close as he can, I think, legally get to uh, on a wait list for Japan's borders. Yeah, it, it, I don't know all the details, and it's not really our jobs to know all the details of how that s- specific situation works for them. But overall, Alfama is <laughs> he's toughing it out in Taiwan right now, and that's awesome. Yeah, if you want to, yeah, I think stuff, Fnatic's had a really rough year, <laughs> just in general, not making the invitationals for the first time. I think they almost got relegated as well so that was yeah so hopefully this can pick up yeah hopefully they pick it up in the next season they can uh continue their good graces but yeah it's oh yeah rough out yeah to be fair i think alfama played for their uh co-coach too uh crapelli who was the former rogue i think when they were the rogue roster or uh Mm -hmm. They were giants and then rogue or something. However, that worked out in EU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's when that like you know Alfama aces, uh, the the other aces, <laughs> the yeah. EU aces and stuff. He was their coach, so technically, Alfama already has a friend in the org itself. So it works out that way. Yeah, we'll have to see how that works out. Hopefully, he does well. I, I'd like to see him succeed. He's had. Rough career, man. He's always been on the rosters that are just like, there's just a few cogs short of making it all work out. Well, maybe not his last team, but <laughs> things were happening. Yeah. What the? F- all right. <laughs> beautiful. Picture. That's uh. Nico. Amazing. Melon Cat Three Gaming Squadron. Ah, okay. Oh, that's the place they're going to. Okay. I'm surprised to see that Luna got let go. She's been yeah. kind of a big staple in uh, APAC. Yeah, like that's one of the few names that I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we don't have to talk too much about the APAC stuff and all these details. It's we, we don't have know plenty too much, more, and it won't make too much sense to us. It's just good to know about what's happening. Just like a like they you know, like they wrote at the beginning, a good summary. Um, mm. Yeah, Yeti, did you make anything about anything you heard from there? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeti don't care. Nah, it's Ain't fine, bro. We're just vibing. Ain't his region, bro. He don't care. <laughs> yeah, I just don't follow them enough. It's alright. It's alright. Well, I don't blame you. I'm in the same boat. Yeah. Well, here you go. All Here's right. Something that you're. We're all invested <clears throat> in. Dark Zero. Oh boy, this has been a cold release. NJR added. Oxygen Force slash Hug Land biological release. 
Yoga, and Kyle Joins. Tempo Storm, Roster Leaves Org, Team Loses NAL Spot. E United, Roster Leaves Org, Team Loses NAL Spot, Alfama Leaves. Uh, I can never say that name. Uh, Sonics, Slevin, Comfy, Iconic, and Easily Benched, Easily Retires. Dream and Creative decided against for new look roster with Rixer and Rexon. Disrupt Gaming, Reed leaves, NGAR leaves, Iconic joins. Uh, Beast Coast joins NAL. X Set joins NAL, picks up Butters, Creators, Drip, Silky, Tomas, and Riceberg. Uh, California, not California. <laughs> California. <laughs> <laughs> You're also and, uh, a bit out Yeah, I don't know if you're like close to your mic or not, but you're. I'm loud. No, you're no, not you're loud. You keep cutting. Cutting out. out. Am I close enough now? ASMR Goji. Here we go. ASMR. <clears throat> well. No, no, no. Would you? God damn it! <laughs> Has merged with the Canadian League. Uh, Canadian League merged with the U.S. League, uh, North America. Uh, Mirage, Forceful Leave, Imp, and Dev, 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 Dev Pedum Leaves. Zilchi and Silent Leave, Org joins NAL. Flynn moves to Team Manager. Altiori, Awkward 1HP, joins as Analyst. Yuri Leaves, Meepy joins, New Roster joins NAL. Livid Gaming, Nyx, Cabal, and Valor joins. Zigloo, oh, that's where he went. Rowdy Alley, and Hype Hippers leave. Uh, Valor leave. Brian leave. Jeez, Nordic. A lot of them left. So uh, Nordic's the team that left. I was wrong. I apologize. Skivs, S4, Bozak, and Lack Key dropped. Roster disbands as Org ceases operations. Yeah, so I was oh, right. okay, yeah. is still yeah. in NAL. It's Nordic, one of the newer teams. As straight up just left. They okay, so I think what we were thinking of was the Altiora conundrum with yeah. their whole roster being dropped or something like that. Yeah. And then training okay. Alright, that yeah, makes more sense. We added what happened to Nordic at the end of Altiora, which did not happen. So Altiora is still in. My bad. Mm. Uh yeah, so Lots of roster changes in North America alone. Um, yeah. I guess. Uh, what's what does it say? You see, growing a beard more down in detail. Let's see. Oh yeah, iconic found the team in disrupt, which is good. Mm -hmm. I think iconic might be a decent enough player to replace NJR. Uh, personality wise, from what I know of the two players, uh, it's going to be different. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's gonna be way different. Um, they might have to shift some people around on certain roles to really figure out that roster now. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't got too much about that. I'm not really want to talk about the former Sonics roster peeps. X, we should talk about the excess X set. Oh yeah, roster. Yeah, we'll that's a that's a different one. I think we'll get to it uh, following the list. Dude, look at how much. There are so many like articles just on the NAL alone. And yeah. NAL alone. So let's go to Oxygen. Go, Uji. 
cafe there at the top somewhere. Walk to you again. A little bit, a little bit higher, a little bit higher. Yoga. So Yag, in case you guys don't remember, he is, he played on EG. Actually, no, he didn't play on EG. My bad. I was thinking of Spades. My bad. Uh, he played against EG. <laughs> and won. <laughs> he played uh, right. when like EG was like top of their game. He's one of the few. Uh, he's on one of the DreamHack teams that beat them. Uh. Was he? Yeah, he was a Challenger League player, right? Challenger, yeah. Ape. And then Kaino is actually a import player from Brazil who I believe came to play in Challenger League, North America Challenger League, where he kind of made more of a name for himself, which is good. Uh, and that's that's an interesting pickup. I do not remember seeing much of Kaino play at all. Yeah, I don't remember at all. Because it says he competed on the Favelas, which is a South American team, not in Brazil division, if I remember right. I could be wrong. Uh, and I believe he also had a stint on Team One for a little bit. So he has some tier. He has Tier One gameplay. He's played. He's played in the Tier One like leagues in Brazil. So. To, he has the skill. He can stick around with the best. Uh, let's see. The interesting pick is they got Yogg to... They stated it that he was going to be their entry fragger. I don't know if that's really going to be I think that's true. Thing. Yeah, I don't think that's true because Foxy immediately came back out uh, on Twitter and they was like, nah, he's going to play... Uh, he's going to play hard support smoke thermite. And everybody was like, wait, what? Really? So why did it say that? And he's like, I don't know. It's just what <laughs> they're wrong. That's pretty much what she said. So yeah. Yag is a good player. I don't see him as their entry though. I could see Kaino taking up that role, or I could see someone else. Like uh fuck. They have what? Laxine? One of the Sky. old dudes. Not Sky's Sky's former. <laughs> Laxine Fox. Fox, yeah. Who who uh who's their third now? Vert. Vert, Vert. can still retain that. Uh, they dropped as Koji said, slash, slash hug, bio. Uh, rip the supports. <laughs> slash. Not gonna lie, I didn't. I think slash deserved to stay on as you know, as much as they are going in a different direction. I do not believe bio. He has the skill. He has the communication. I just don't think he was the right fit for oxygen in the latter half of the season. See, I didn't know he was like IGL for the longest time. And mm -hmm. yeah, I just don't know. I probably not the IGL for that team, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it just didn't fit that well. But we don't know the inside communications, so Yeah. It's like what we see in like the streams and stuff, it's totally different when they're actually like in the zone playing pro league. Yeah. Be cool to hear that stuff, but Oh, show. Yep. Uh, Yeti, go. Do you guys got anything for opinions on this stuff? No, no, not really. I don't think so. I'm not much of a watching the rosters person. So. Mm. Yeah. 
All right, it's just good down, to see man. some new peeps. Yeah. No, no, we're, we're still talking about NA, bro. I thought we were still talking about NA. What do you, what do you want to talk about? What are we talking about? We'll what go else? down more. Go what down got? more. We could talk about Exet because they're a bunch of like old former pros, pretty much, right? Uh, I don't really know how they're going to fit, but I just know they're the new team, so. Yeah, so Exit, uh, the org, picked up the former rent-free. I think that's what they're called, the rent-free roster. Yeah. I think so. And in case you guys didn't see any qualifiers, rent-free lost to the former Altiora roster to qualify for the sixth Invitational. Um, let me see. Uh, oh, I didn't know about that information about the org itself. I've never heard of Exet before until they picked up the team. Same. Yeah, same. So, but I think Exet has a good roster in terms of individual players. Mm-hmm. They got Tomas, uh, who was former Luminosity. They got Creators, but uh, Butters, Drip, and Filthy. And th- those are all former Pro League players <laughs> yeah. who have been like just yep. sitting in Challenger League playing. Like they have, they have all the gun skills. That's for sure. They have to face, they have to face nutty people all the time who get lucky. So they know what it takes. They know what it takes to compete. Uh, honestly, they're, in my opinion, they're my new favorite dark horse team. I, I hope they're able to pick it up right off the uh, rip. So it could be like the new Sonics, pretty much. Like they could be that fourth place team, just kind of. Standing around waiting or fourth, fifth place team. Yep. I can see they that. can thing. definitely be that team that doesn't disappoint. Especially since we don't know a lot about Sonics at this point. <laughs> like they're yeah, they they announced the their roster though, right? They yeah. Did. Or, or did they? I don't remember if they did or not. Yeah, they did. I wonder if they actually stated it though. Mm. Uh, Looking. Oh yeah, Meepy joined the Altiora as a coach. Good for Meepy. <laughs> um, da, 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 da. I don't think it's on this page, but they definitely did announce their new roster. Yeah. I just don't remember who was on that team like at all. I'm gonna look it up real fast if you guys want to keep talking about something. Uh, which roster again? Sonics. Sonics. Yeah, it was right up here. There. That just says they didn't oh, no, pick up not, Dream. Or the entirely. They didn't, get, like, they didn't go with Dream and what he wanted to pick and stuff. What's the. Is, so was Sonics. Mind, Sonics picked up the former E United roster. That's what happened here. Oh, the okay. new Sonics roster is super. Uh, Yeti, not Yeti. That's here. Grixer. <laughs> Yeti, you're in uh, Pro League. Holy shit. And Rexon. Kansas, so, that's right. Okay. <laughs> honestly, from what I've seen of Super's personality and how he's talked about E United before, that's not going to see him. Fly. I can see it him like picking, he picked up. He picked up the bullied kids on the block, and he's like, "Here, come here, children." I'll lead you. He picked up the hotheads, I believe. Like everybody knows Yeti is kind of a hothead when he plays. Like that's like 
Yeah, Yeti. Uh, yeah, fuck you, Yeti. Jesus Christ. Hey. Jesus, get the... But I think... Against them stream snipers, you know. But this is going to be an interesting roster. I don't know. Like, Yeti's definitely going to have, like, that secondary leadership. But I think... Was it was it Kansan that's, like, really quiet? Like, uberly quiet? I think... Uh, possibly. I don't was... know too much about those some of those players. So who was it again? Just to hear it again? So, it was... uh, Super, Yeti, Grixer, Kansan, and Rexon. Rex, Rexon is definitely an Dude, underrated player. That's like a team of fraggers. Holy shit. Yeah, so Sonics now has a lot more... Arguably, a lot more opportunities now to prove that they belong in at least like a top six position. There's, oh, I keep forgetting it's nine teams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Schmidt. obviously, top four, I honestly believe top four is still going to be like DZ, TSM, uh, SSG, and Oxygen. Yeah, what the C? Oxygen might fall off a little bit, but I don't know. I it could fit perfectly for them because they're a bunch of new players with. So, yeah, especially well, with like I... the fact that uh, they picked up CL uh, CL players for Oxygen too. Yeah, it's just so hard to come up with like predictions this early on when we haven't even seen these teams playing like scrims or anything, or like they've seen yeah. each other obviously, but. We haven't seen anything. <laughs> and what we're going to get is hopefully a show. Uh, okay, I think that's I think that's good for NA. We don't need to talk about Nordic leaving. It just sucks. <laughs> I believe... Oh, okay, wait. Actually, uh -oh. actually. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, think, I think the situation with Nordic was actually fucked up. Now that I'm remembering it. I think it was the org owner for Nordic got the money from Ubisoft. And, and then he just, just ghosted. And left. He's like, all right, drop everything. We're gone. Org is done. Fucking ghosted everybody. I think, I think you're completely right, yeah. If I remember that situation on that day I checked Twitter, I think that's exactly what happened. And that... <laughs> that is a shitty situation that technically, I don't think there was any real legal wrongdoing. I don't think the players had signed official contracts Damn. with the org. Rip. So the money the owner took, it was it was money to him for him to use. No one signed contracts with him. But then again, I don't know the full situation or story. It just sucks. All right, let's get on a higher note to lat. Well, <laughs> I say higher note, but lat time <laughs> is not much better. <laughs> Yeah. Damn. No Latin higher no. Welcome to Brazil. You know, hey, hey, hey hold on. A lot. Hey, Yeti. Yeti. Uh -oh. You want to read the summary for us? Can you read the summary, <clears throat> sir? The summary. Summary, sir. So, Team Liquid, Mav is suspended. I didn't hear about that. Well, that's uh, actually news to me. Yeah. Let's just say uh, there's. Allegations. It, allegations. Oh, okay. All allegations right. of domestic abuse. <laughs> oh, okay. That's not pretty. Uh, yeah. Team one, the roster leaves. MIBR, the roster leaves. Acquires <laughs> the team one lineup. <laughs> kind of a little switcheroo there. 
Yeah, we keep yeah. going. I think it's better. Face Clan. Yeah, Face Clan. Uh, live. Is it Ion? Yeah. ADS Ion. and Yuna dropped. Bullet, Cyber, and Souls join. Which is Black Dragons. MIBR roster. Yeah. Yeah. Lagunas <laughs> leaves. PZD leaves. Hum- Hornetea? Hornetea. Okay. I don't even know how to pronounce some of these. Yuna <laughs> Ion live resets join. Viva signed as strategic coach. W7M Gaming. Never heard yeah. of them either. Rizal leaves. Fury Esports. Fred XQ or Fred QX leaves. Furia. He chubs leaves. Uh... Novice leaves and Bursa leaves. Santos oh. Esports. Ravita, Cypress, Midi. Scadina and Wag leave. Oh my god, yeah, dude. The next one. Yeah. Astral Esports. Uh, Zigma. Goku and Skimzy leave. Or... Yeah. I don't know how you pronounce that. That's good. <laughs> Timbers Esports. Reaper leaves. Org leaves R6. Morphed. <laughs> FBK and Navy leave. Chivas Esports. Explodes. Retires. Yeah. So this uh, is what people have been stating <laughs> is the Latam just stuff. crazy. Yeah. Team Liquid didn't make any changes other than the math situation, which is unfortunate. Uh unfortunate news that if you know, if held true, kind of you know, of course lessens my opinion of who Mav is as a person. It's kinda of like that pie situation with Navi last year. If you guys remember that. No. Uh, Pi sexually assaulted a uh, woman in a hotel room. Oh, jeez. In Tokonami. I think Tokonami or Six Invitational. Can't remember. And, uh, yeah, he's in prison, so. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, the Team 1 roster was picked up by MIBR because FaZe Clan decided to buy out the MIBR roster. <laughs> and then Black Dragons decided to pick up the leftovers from the FaZe roster. So it's one big switch for Bruno. Uh, let me look at... Uh, I have the Liquidpedia up for roster changes. Let me take a quick, quick peek at that. Um, I believe also Santos Esports. I think their roster might have left. Yeah, their roster left too. Yeah, there's so many just up. Okay, so this is what I got right here. So Cyber Bullet Souls Cameraman are now in Phase Clan, in which Phase Clan did not drop Astro. So in turn, Cameraman already has a former teammate that he played with for a long time in Astro. So that's cool. Um from the MIBR roster, M King did not get picked up by anyone. That sucks. Uh, the Furia <laughs> roster, I think you said, yeah, Bursa was dropped. Fred, uh, let's see. What? Fred left, I think. Or was did Fred join yeah, or Bursa, was he? Yeah, yeah, they leaves. Yeah, multiple people leave Furia. I did not see who they picked up at all. But let's see. Uh, for Phase Clan. The Black Dragons roster picked up Yuna, Ion, and Live. Leave Live. KDS did not get picked up by anyone from the Face Clan roster. <laughs> Sucks <Rip>. to be him. 
And then Team One, their entire Team One roster, of course, went to MIBR. That's what we said, uh, along with the coach. Uh, I don't think Team One has picked up anyone yet, as far as I know. Uh, let me click their Liquipedia. That's just a lot of moves, though. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's... As far as I know, I don't see any team actually moving to Team 1 just yet. Uh, whoa. Excuse you. These Joes. Oh, okay. Um, Wait. I don't have translations on. This is difficult. It's all in Portuguese. I can't read Portuguese. Why not? Because it's not Spanish. <laughs> it's different Spanish. <laughs> it's like, you know how Spanish in Mexico is like version 0.5? <laughs> Portuguese is like Portuguese is like 0.2, bro. Yeah. I can't I can't do it. <laughs> That's fucking funny. It's like point five. Yeah, as far yeah, as far as it is on their Twitter account, they have not picked up a new roster yet. But I believe that is in the works. Well, I mean they only got so many more days. Yeah, the transfer window is still open. If anything, they'll just have to pick up some like lower level tier two players and just bring them up. They have to rebuild that way, which will suck. <laughs> but has to be done. Uh, all of this happened too. Let me see. Yeah, Navi's Navi's actually went to Atheris Esports, which I think might be a South American, not Brazilian, South American division. But do I need to open up more? Ninjas and pajamas didn't make any changes. Yeah, no, NIP and Liquid are solid right now. I don't think they want to change the dynamic between their teams. Yeah. Did NIP have a rebrand or something? They might have changed their logo. I, I think they know. might have changed their logo, but I'm not entirely sure. Like, that could just be me missing things. Jesus Christ, Joey. <laughs> oh, um, that former Altiora roster, actually, just yesterday, apparently they got picked up by Parabellum Esports. That's what I'm reading here. Just as a little, like, just to just just tag back real fast, uh, fast on North America. But, because I just saw this. Yeah, so the Latam shuffle happened literally, like, a couple days ago. So, it's important to get that out there. I don't know. Is there anything else that you guys felt that needed to be said about all the Latam stuff? I don't think so. No, I got nothing. It's just changes. It's just the simple changes, but it's a lot. Yeah. And now to the big one. Everybody's been waiting for. That's why they uh-huh. clicked on this podcast. They said, "Oh, they're gonna talk about this. We gotta, we gotta." And then we're just not gonna talk about it. Yeah, let's just not talk about it. We won't even. Oh, who is this? Sua leaves and uh, kayak signed. Oh. Yeah, nothing else there for G2. Uh... <laughs> you want to read it all, Brent, Brett, the summary? Yeah, that was it. That was it. Nothing. Yeah, that was, that was all of G2. You know, they, 
definitely nobody uh, retired or anybody. Nah, we'll, we'll, we can talk about it. I mean, Pango retired. Like, one of the faces of Siege has retired. Mm-hmm. So, big he deal for a lot of people. cemented his legendary status. Exactly. He will be goaded in Rainbow Six History for a while. Uh, let's see. Verge Pro, Tota leaves. Don't know who Tota is, really. Uh, Tempera Esports. All five players and three staff members have been dropped. And that is all that it says at the moment. Uh, Team Secret, Packable leaves. Shate also leaves from Team Secret. Shate is... <laughs> He's been pushed around, hasn't he? Uh, yeah. Chaos to find new organization for roster. Renewals retires. Uh, next one leaves. Secretly leaves. Crying leaves. So that Ryan is just... also played with G two for a stint. In case no one remembers. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. So Navi, Kendrew leaves, which is kind of surprising. He's been on there probably the longest. Uh, Joe benched. If you don't know who Joe is, Joe Mama, but uh, he's been kind of this like hit breakout. He's been the bolo of Europe, right? Pretty much. That's what they're he calling him. supposed to be the bolo. Yeah. And now he's benched. Anyway, so secretly, and Nathan signed for Navi. And then Rogue, Rousty leaves. Was Rousey, was he, he was, coach? I think he was or... a strategic analyst. Was that's right. Okay. That's been going around. And finally, Kawana Gaming, Kayak Leaves, and Kendrew is signed. So that's where Kendry went, yeah. surprisingly enough. Uh, European see. Challenger League, Penta Roster Leaves Org joins Rams. Eyes and Mellow replaces Alive and Blaz. And Windstrike Team, Emission replaces Lyra. Emission was on, uh, was it Furnace Pro? I, want to say, Ver- I think he was on Virtus Pro for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, and that's where that is. History Penta roster. Uh, Penta was also coached by Jess for a little while before she switched over to uh, analysis and casting. Yep. So yeah, Penta also Blast has been for out- around forever. Yeah. Uh, I think Temper is an important one. To touch upon, and then of course, uh, Sua, longtime analyst for G2. It's uh, he kind of wanted to go make a name for himself with someone, some other org, but he finally left. Uh, that was a couple months I think ago. He already think. joined somebody, actually. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I think that was a couple months ago as a summary. Uh, Pengu retiring, huge, huge. one of the first pros to like officially say he's like longtime pros to say like, he's done, done. Because we've yeah. seen we've seen it a few times where like I think Shate at one point said he retired, but now look at this. Brett Favre syndrome. Yeah. Get back. Wanted more. They all have Brett Favre syndrome. I'll retire and come play another year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have not seen enough of Kayak. Uh, apparently, he plays relatively the same operators that Pangu was taking up. Uh, you know, the same suite of operators, you know, taking up smoke. Uh, ace, you know, hard breach support roles, other such things. So, yeah. it's a good fit for what G2 needs right now at the moment. Which, with Pingu gone, that's a lot of stability missing from that. Ro- 
hopefully a lot of leadership going. yeah experience too overall they just lost a massive wealth of experience Com- like much, albeit yeah. canto and uno and citizen and virtue they have their own lengthy careers in siege but pengu is a big one that he's played at a lot of the higher tiered echelons of siege yeah it's gonna all the weight's really gonna fall on uno and canto now because mm-hmm. the former they've been there, they've been there the, the longest so you're right what what goaded roster or org were they a part of huh what oh you mean ents yeah ents the feeder oh, they were in the, the later years team. they were in the later years i think i think intero called them ents was the academy team to g2 pretty much yeah they were they were a feeder org for sure so, yeah, the fins. Gotta um, love them fins. Yeah. Goji, Yeti, you guys got anything about the whole G2 Pengu retiring? How'd you guys feel about it? Well, like we talked about off stream, um, or off podcast, I should say. Um, you could kind of see it taking shape throughout the year. Like, yeah. you. He talked about Pengu kind of passing the torch, so to speak. Yep. Yeah, actually, from the take from that was, um, I think in his video too, he even stated how he was convinced by the org and by some, like, I think Shaz talked to him too about like, hey, stick around for another year, help rebuild the roster so it has a stable, a more stable core around like, you know, Canto, Uno, Citizen Virtue, like they can meld more together and Pangu can be the middleman for that team. And then he can, you know, choose to keep playing or take his leave as, you know, retirement comes. So and I think I stated this too as like as much as like I don't want to state it like this, you can kinda see in some of the gameplay, Pangu kinda checked out throughout the year. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. Yeah. He wasn't he was playing very well, as any pro player does, right? Like he, of course, he is trying to win games. Of course, he's playing to win. It's just he he didn't take certain risks that you would expect Pengu to take. Yeah, yeah. And you know that's in the sense of like he fully took initiative as the support player. He knew exactly what it, he was thinking. He was like, "Yeah, it's probably it's probably my last year. Let's just." Have fun, I guess. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah, the his teammates are the ones that are supposed to be making the plays now, not him. So he's yep. just showing them like, hey, it's up to you guys. And guess what? They actually made a lot of nice plays throughout the highlight plays throughout the full year. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, everyone talks about Virtue 1, uh, I think like one of the clutch moments of eSports awards for the month. Yeah. Just to think about is Shaz is the only one that is left of that team now. Shaz is the only one. He's been around the longest now. Yeah. So he's been Kanto there since was... day one. Okay. Kanto was picked up later. Yeah, I was, no, I was, later. what I was trying to allude to was I think Kanto was like their first real pickup for that initial yeah. G yeah. G two roster. Their Penta mm-hmm. roster went through various changes before oh, they yeah. made their invitational. 
but if we're talking about G2 alone, then Kanto was the first big pickup, and I don't think G2's necessarily made any bad pickups. Like, even when they picked up temporarily, like, Crying, Ryan, yeah. uh, Sir Boss, those players weren't really the issues. Sure, they didn't perform to their best. It's just they had their own roles that they were trying to get accomplished. I'll never forget that Sir Boss meme. They're all looking at him after that. <laughs> After that play at uh, Six Invitationals or whatever it was. Yeah, the last year one. Where <laughs> NIP, I think Boozy just ran out the shotgun. Yeah. All four of them are looking at Sir Boss, and Sir Boss is like, well, I don't fucking know what I'm doing, man. Like, shit. But that's fine. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway. Let's see. Tangent. Yeah, yeah from man, the team secret was... tweet too about Shate, just touching on that was he's also taking time off to evaluate the next steps in his career. He's so don't been... be surprised if you see Shate also put out his all right guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm done. He's done that a few couple times though. So Yeah. Like you said, Brett Favre. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if you guys remember this is just kind of a, a small tidbit that I saw because I, I follow him, but you guys probably remember Panari, right? The lovable goofball that plays guitar and shit during streams and whatever. Uh, but he was looking for a team to get back into comp, so he might be actually trying to get back into comp. Just a, a just small little tidbit. Yeah, just just small little tidbit. Uh, as I'm reading through things, uh, an important thing to note is the benching of Kendrew is actually a little mm-hmm. bit more important than you think because... Kendrew was named as the captain, leader for Navi, and him getting benched is a huge thing, and him going to a different org too, as it's stated. Who is this Kawana Gaming? Like, who were they originally? I think they're just a Challenger League team that made it up. Gotcha. Okay, makes sense. So that's yeah, this is really weird, isn't it? It mm-hmm. is. Yeah, it's the... out of the blue. Navi's also one of those teams that's just ever evolving because Nello was benched earlier too, I think, last year. So yeah. that team that won Tokuname finals, if you guys remember that one, mm-hmm. uh, there's only two people. No, there's only one person left from that original roster because even their coach, <laughs> even their coach left to APAC. That's insane. He's the Giants coach now. Uh, like Nello had that huge clutch up on coastline, I think, against the team where you won a 1v4 post plant. That's uh, insane, <laughs> yeah. Because that Tokonami roster had what Nello, Kendrew, Pai over uh Doki because he was still, yeah, banned. that's right, because he was still banned, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Citizen, and I forgot who their fifth was actually, but albeit, uh, yeah. <laughs> It'll come to us eventually. Albeit, Nello's gone, Kendrew's gone, Citizen's on G2, Pi's in prison. Casually just say it. <laughs> Their coach is in APEC. Uh, yeah. Like that whole roster that won that finals for Navi is not there anymore. Least to say. I mean, so it's nuts. like they, they didn't, they weren't even the same roster after Tokonami. Yeah. Like, they didn't have the best season after that, so. Remember, everyone was saying yeah. I was going to be like, "Oh man, he's he did so well." 
and then yeah well if you didn't fuck up you know yep wasn't being a creeper it's the number creeper. one rule from all this just don't be a creeper dude yeah, just don't be a fuckhead you know <laughs> yeah do you got inspirational message bro i don't think so <laughs> just don't be a creeper <laughs> don't be a creeper don't be a creeper hey who's that creeping outside my window Oh, yo, yo, since you're on Wikipedia, you should click uh, Six Invitational so we can re-see like, exactly what teams made it. Because We said top 16, but I forgot about the qualifiers for uh, APAC and such. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Because it was, it was top bit? 20. Go up a little bit? Wait, do I? Participants, lower participants. Parabellum Esports. Okay, hey. So that former Altiora roster that got picked up, like I said, by Parabellum Esports. Bam. At least they're going to stay with an orc <laughs> after yeah. Sixth Invitational. Yeah, we'll have to see. Uh, yeah, so that's good. Sixth Invitational, like we said, still Up not. Still... Yeah, it's still later not date. planned. Yeah. Prize pool of half a million. So yeah, we uh oh yeah, see there's the there's the new ninjas. Yeah, the new NIP logo. That looks sick. Yeah, that looks that. pretty cool. I don't really see where the NIP is, but you know I, see, I think like it looks pretty sick anyway. Like right fuck. Here. Yeah. Uh, I see why as... right here. I see a P. Uh... Yeah, P Y. Is this the N? Is this the? <laughs> oh, there's no, the N man. right there, right there. <laughs> we'll go with it. Anyway. Yeah, I think that's. Uh, I think that's a good discussion on uh, roster moves. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's only <laughs> we've. Uh, it's almost. Uh, we've only been almost been going for two hours and thirty minutes. Almost. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Do we want to still touch on other esports scenes, or do you guys think that was a good chunk of our time for Siege? <laughs> I think that was a pretty good chunk, man. Yeah. I don't. Uh, it's a lot of information. It is. Yeah. Hey, uh, just, uh, just say the winner. Yeah. So before we have closing remarks, uh, Brett, do you just want to? You said were you able to find a schedule at all for esports events? There was some Liquipedia had just like a general stuff of what's happened recently. Uh, Dota Two had their Epic League Counter Strike. Obviously had uh, IEM Katowice as well as you know, many Starcraft others had yeah, Starcraft. I think there was um, there was some there was more there. I'm sure of it, but uh, yeah, so. Yeah, Counter-Strike's had that. Their Pro League is coming up soon. Uh, PUBG, obviously, right now has their uh, in Invitational Series, so that's been going... Man, they have so much stuff on YouTube that I might need to unsubscribe because it is just cluttering up my, my shit. <laughs> uh, Rocket League has their RCS Spring Sam Phase 1. Uh, uh, Valorant has had their Masters... Well, Masters is about to come up. They just had their things. There's like qualifiers, right? Qualifiers yeah, they masters? just had their qualifiers for Masters. 
D2 Energy and TSM did not make it. Uh, so that's the ones. Like we said, Rainbow Six, Sixth Invitational up in the air, whatever. Overwatch League is going on right now. Uh, Apex Legends, ALGS, Winter Circuit is on right now. Playoffs are March 28th, I think, somewhere around there. Uh, League of Legends, all of all of it. Just It's just spring. <laughs> it's springtime for L- it's, you know, LEC, LCS, LCK, LPL. It, all of it. Just, it's, it's just a lot. CBLOL. Yeah. So that's pretty much that's pretty much what's going on around the esports. So awesome. Thank you, Brett. For giving us that little that little lowdown. Yeah, the lowdown. Yeah. There's other stuff, but it's, I don't know. That's the nice thing about stuff. esports in general is if you have something that tickles your fancy, there's something that's always gonna be on. Even if you're just curious yeah. about something too, you want to check out something. I mean, there's a whole esports tab on Twitch that's always on something so it's also important to note too isn't overwatch league and call of duty also call of duty that's right yeah they're on youtube exclusively streaming they're not on twitch wikipedia doesn't have call of duty that's i think it's like a second tier yeah like there if you put them interesting okay well yeah it's like an alpha wiki i think it's called i think yeah yeah i think cod league is actually in process of it i know i know that let me see so uh, they're in they're within the league start i just don't remember when it started oh here we go i found so. it so call of duty league 2021 season regular season january 23rd to july 25th so it is it is currently in the middle of their season uh it's about to hit yeah. the middle of their season cool yeah so yeah so whatever tickles your fancy go watch it go support it go have fun with it yeah yeah mm-hmm. there you go Alrighty, guys. Uh, I guess uh, we should close up shop now, huh? Yeah. Might as well. Go for Pretty a little bit. Big chunk of our time talking about Siege. Oh, my God. Whoa, boy. Did you okay? hear that? Yeah. <laughs> that is hail. Oh my God. <laughs> nice. Nice. Okay. Cool, cool. <laughs> that was about four seconds of hail, yeah. I know. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's scary. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Uh, that is gonna wrap it up for the podcast today. We're just slowly getting used to it. We're climbing up the ranks of our respective games. We're slowly getting it. Hit the social medias on everybody. Give them a follow. Give them a subscription. Whatever you want. Check us out on TikTok. TikTok. Check us out on TikTok. All the stuff. Twitter. Uh, check out each Instagram, individual person Facebook. on Twitch at. First one up is Goji. That would be twitch.tv slash T-H-E-E Goji, capital G-O-J-I. Did I get that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, myself at uh, Pants Jr. Then we got Tree Bear 4P. Uh, you don't have any weird lettering in the middle of your name, right? Brent? No, no. Okay, yeah. Just Tree Bear 4P. And then C Yeti at twitch.tv slash Yeti underscore NMG. His attempt at hiding from stream sniper. The bot. He's <laughs> follow him on his 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 endeavors of Overwatch and Valorant ranked. Yes, and also, <laughs> hopefully, anyone listening will support us on our website, nomadgaming.com. dot net. 
Yeah, that's true. Barnett. Dot com is the gambling company. Don't go to gambling company. <laughs> don't go to don't, don't, don't do it. You're corrupting the youth pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So go to nomadgaming.net to see the rest of our uh, I believe Yeti you've installed links too that lead to various forms of where this podcast will be uploaded. Yeah. Uh, a merch store that so happily sells uh, various bits and pieces like a hat. Get a shirt slash jersey, or you need something mask. to cover your face, a gator, net gator. Baller, dude. Fucking baller. It is baller. It's great looking gear. Thank you for showcasing that, Gojo. <laughs> <laughs> Check back every month, too, to see a new player of the month. Oh my goodness. Who would have thought? <laughs> Alrighty. Thank you for stopping by. All right, everyone, say goodbye. Bye. Bye.